You watching me glow, you watching me go I'm all in my zone, I'm holding my own I'm feeling like Bane, I'm breaking your bones I am a blur, black and a nerd So this is my own, this is my zone And this is a show you already know like My grand blur, YouTube blur Everything I do so blur Bet you wish you so blur Cosplay blur Talking about what we heard, talking about what we seen, all through the eyes of a blur. Everything that we do urge, flying like a super person. Plus, I got super friends. We be teaming up early. Welcome to Blur Vision, your window into the world of all things geek, movies, TV, or news. We talk about it every week. It's your boy Jordan with Jamie and Michael, and we have reunited to talk about Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Two. Three weeks in a row. Wrong song. What the hell is that? Star Trek. Star Wars. Star Wars. If anything, I feel like this movie was kind of like a little bit Star Trekky. You ever seen the? You seen the new Star Trek with the? Yeah. That weird hive shit with like all those ships. They have that moment. Oh, in the wait, the, not, not Into Darkness, the one that came after? Beyond. Beyond. Star Trek Beyond? I didn't see Beyond. I saw, oh. I saw the other two. I didn't oh. see the, no, well, I didn't see Beyond either. All right, well, what? No, all right, well, people I? out there who've seen Star Trek Beyond, if you've seen Guardians of the Galaxy 2, you know there's all those crazy hive ships, and there's like, you know how they swarm Guardians of the Galaxy 2? Yeah. With like the, the golden ships? Yeah. There's a long way to go to talk about this, but... Yeah. <laughs> yes, it's similar. Anyway, moving on. <laughs> Guys. Three weeks in a row. We did it. (laughs) We are officially consistent once again. And by reaching out to the people, don't. Cheers to that. We've got wine. So we're cheering. Mm, Clanking the fancy wine together. Fancy plastic wine glasses because Jordan is poor. Don't take take this away from me, okay? (laughs) I don't drink wine often. I bust out the fancy, my fanciest glasses. You're going to insult them? He's going to be fancy. Gives us plastic glasses. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) And we're drinking, okay, remind you, we are drinking Moscato. Barefoot Moscato. The Mm. fanciest of all wines. Yes, that's that's the (laughs) version. I think it's like five thousand dollars a glass, something like that. This is like how that. you know that Jordan anyway. does not know anything about anything wine. About wine. <laughs> <laughs> but what I do know is comics. It's not even true. Okay. I don't know anything about Guardians of the Galaxy. <laughs> so what do you know? <sighs> not much. I don't know. <laughs> Let's move on. <laughs> All right, Millie Rock. Oh yeah. yeah! Oh my god! I'm not even really that black. I should talk. Katie, I, I, I don't say, really know what it is. I was gonna say I don't know what it is. I'm the one dropping this line on both of you. I'm not fancy. I don't yeah, know comics. I'm not that black. Man. <laughs> Y'all stripped me of everything. Like Peter Quill, you have stripped me of everything I once thought to be true. <laughs> See how I brought it back? Sad segue? Let's get back get, to you it. Get two, you get two points <laughs> for that. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Let's first get into Before we get into Guardians of the Galaxy, and we're going to get to DC TV talk. We're going to get into news and much other stuff. But before we get into all of that, let's start with the iTunes reviews. Every week, if you guys send reviews, we read them. It helps us with our uh, our iTunes ranking. It helps us with our, our mainstream reach. And I just wanted to thank you guys again for sending in reviews. Um, I asked for someone to send in their 50th. I got seven, guys. Whoa. I got seven reviews. So I just everybody asked for one. That, everybody wanted that prize. Oh, <laughs> yeah. It was supposed to be. That giveaway. That undisclosed prize that even I don't know what it is. I was going to say, do you even know what it is? I don't. Now I feel like I'm on the spot, too. I need to think of something cool. Mm. Mm. Does it tell you who's the who the fiftieth is? Yeah, I know who the fiftieth like, was. Okay. Um, let's just get into it, and maybe I'll think of a prize by the end of this episode. 
the winner of the 50th iTunes review prize giveaway is John Spartan 3M. He gives leaves a five-star review, and the subject is great podcast. Definitely never a dull moment listening to you all. Fun and entertaining. Although I don't always agree with the opinions. Again. 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 Yeah, we people don't agree with anything we say. Nope. <laughs> That's a theme. Yeah. They like how we say it, but not what we say. Mm. You all seem to be very knowledgeable on each topic. Oh, and by the way, the Buffy Angel stuff has been awesome and nostalgic. Jordan needs to stop playing and finish season six and seven ASAP. Oh. Yes. What is your what is his name what again? John, John Spartan 3M. Spartan you are my 3M. new best friend. Oh, you're gonna like it more for the next <laughs> sentence than you son of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> he says, and thanks, Michael, for the stag shock info. Aww. Blessings. Ah, oh, thank Aww. you. So all that advertising you're doing, <laughs> season one, stag <laughs> shock, on DVD. Yeah, season two, May 28th, Amazon. Yeah. Buy my DVD. <laughs> I'm a static shock cosplayer. Yes, you are. <laughs> all right, John, you won the prize and Michael's heart. <laughs> um, I got to think of something good now. Maybe some Buffy Angel related since he kind of threw that out there. Fire and it freezes me. You want you want to do like a full like oh, video, song a song video dedicated to him? <laughs> <laughs> we'll, we'll think about it. We could. We could All right, the let's move on to the next one. We got a couple guys. Uh, DJ D Rec five eight five two five. Love this is a subject. Another five star review. Uh, DJ says, absolutely love this. At least I have only watched up to episode fourteen because I don't want to ruin this season of DZ TV for me. But absolutely love it. Oh wow, he actually watches so like religiously that he doesn't want to ruin this season of DC TV because we might talk about it. That's crazy. Dedication. <laughs> After I watch the season of DC TV, I am going to binge it. But if you could please talk about Agents of Shield, that would be great. Uh, he is Derek Tupac on Instagram. I gotta catch up. I'm like eight episodes behind on Agents of Shield, but the problem is I heard like after. Um, Ghost Rider left. I, I fell off. Yeah, but I heard Rider, he's coming Ghost back Rider, for the Ghost season Rider's finale. Com- he's supposed to be coming back for the season finale. Yeah. So when he does, maybe I need, I'll, I need I'll to catch up. It. But I mean, I still like Agents of Shield. The only thing is, this season, they kind of they let me down because I was promised one thing and I got something completely different. Like during the trailers uh, and stuff, but to lead up to this season, they promised like this season is going to be the supernatural season. That's why they introduced Ghost Rider. They mm-hmm. never, you know, talk about magic and throw the team for a loop because they never magic. they never dealt with magic before. And then Ghost Rider wasn't really they didn't really delve into. His, Myth- mythological origins they mystical, really didn't his mystical origins i no. saw they showed um uh the original ghost rider what's his name yeah johnny like, blaze like the, like the difference a like, moment like robbie reyes got his powers because his uncle was like a became like a spirit or mm. whatever and like his spirit like he's not a true ghost rider okay his his powers come from his uncle's spirit they didn't do that in uh in agents of shield they just said another ghost rider came and brought him back to life and that's how he became Ghost Rider. I guess basically, I guess that was Johnny Blaze. That yeah. Made him a ghost. But they didn't really touch on. Like, it was just the cameo. Yeah, it was just a cameo. They didn't really touch on Mephisto or the spirit. Like they didn't okay. touch on any anything mystical. And then so, they went right to LMDs, right? Yeah. Then they went right to LMDs. So I was like, I want give me something. Like, <laughs> I was promised a bag of goods, and then I got coal. Yeah. I mean, that's the kind of where I fell off too. I, I was interested because Ghost Rider, I, I piqued my interest, and then I fell off because like after I saw like the, the mid season finale where they set up the LMDs, I was like, what? I'm I like, wanted more LMD, Ghost Rider. Yeah, I'm like, LMD, I'm like, oh, we're just getting Ultron again. Basically. Yeah, Ultron light. Yeah, Ultron light. <laughs> Way light. <laughs> All right, let's move on to the next review. We've got M. Kevin 88. Five star review, and the subject is love the podcast, but wrote this for free stuff. <laughs> oh. <laughs> At least he was honest. Yeah, 
honestly counts. I love the podcast so much I don't even mind waiting three weeks for the next episode. Oh, <laughs> oh man, he played us. <laughs> Memes on Instagram are on point too. All right, thanks, Kevin. Even though you ripped my heart out, <laughs> we've been consistent for three weeks. Wait, yeah, right there. Oh, that's nice. You know, what I got like a mental image of. You ever seen Futurama with Seymour, yeah. the dog? Oh. He waited for you, Fry. <laughs> He's always waiting. All right, next review I W X N D E R. I don't know how to pronounce that. Uh, the subject is super, and the it's another five star review. Uh, this is the podcast that got me interested in podcasts. Who knew listening to other people talk about superheroes for an hour could be so enjoyable? I love hearing about you guys' opinions and perspectives on the shows, movies, comics, stories that I love so much. You never fail to help me. Uh, it's more. Hold on. You never fail to help me notice something that I hadn't on my own. Thanks for that, and thanks for being passionate about things that maybe don't. Eh, I think they do matter. <laughs> Keep on fighting the good fight. I look forward to each new episode. P.S. Give Ages of Shield a chance. All right. Wow. That's like two yeah, in a row. Wow. Damn. Okay. Watch it. Uh, what's the new episode up. this week? Uh, I believe so. Oh, like I said, I'm you, eight episodes yeah, behind, so I'm like, I'm like I, gotta ca- I gotta catch up. Meanwhile, I watched fucking Supergirl Mad, so I should just watch. <laughs> 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 we'll get into that. Uh, next review, Nick. Are you, you your egg roll? You good? It took it. You know what? I'm on a blast. I want to make sure no one hears this, so I put it far from the microphone. And Jordan goes, "You all right with your egg roll?" <laughs> So far, the Asian version. Oh, shut up! <laughs> <laughs> no, we're eating. Chi- okay, so we're eating Chinese and drinking wine. Uh-huh. And I don't know if I should say this right now or wait till later. Should I say it now? What? Oh, would you? Okay. Mention. The reason why, because you know, we watched the movie and we wanted to figure out what we wanted to do for dinner. And I said, "Hey, let's get Chinese and wine because." Spoiler. Is oh, like are spoilers? we doing? Okay. Are we doing spoilers? No, this is not spoiler. Oh, it's for Guardians. That- yeah. yeah, we will. Okay. okay. It's just that you know, um. In the recent Arrow episode, you know, they get Chinese and wine for Oliver and Felicity. Spoilers, Jamie really liked that episode. <laughs> I really loved, 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 loved that episode. I only saw, the first, only saw the first 15 minutes. Then I- what? Oh, oh, God. I don't like you. This is going to be the Jamie. Then I, then I left the house Arrow. to come see the movie. I don't like you anymore. <laughs> oh, man. But anyways, that's the reason why we're eating Chinese and wine, because I loved that episode so much that I actually wanted to, I don't know, get an illusion of... Living in that, or like at least witnessing that. Woo! Fangirl alert. Woo! Fangirl alert. No, no, don't kill me. You never shipped them? Olicity? Oh, mm-hmm. oh, we'll get into that. Yeah, exactly. There you go. <laughs> All right, moving on. So, Nico Last 20 is the next review. Five stars. Subject is good. What? Good? You gave it five stars. It should be great. <laughs> I really like to listen to you guys. Oh, I really like to listen to you guys. Keep up with the good work. So happy that the podcast will be weekly now. Thank you for an amazing podcast. We hope. Man. Mm, just no do dirt all over like they're right? good. <laughs> <laughs> all right, we'll get there. We'll, she, we'll, like, we got this. The, she threw the gauntlet. She's or he he or she. <laughs> you better be weekly. <laughs> better be weekly. <laughs> Don't make me a liar. <laughs> all right, next review. Mini Kano. Another five star review. The subject is Blurred Revolution. <laughs> Revolution! <laughs> Great show, guys. Keep the episodes coming. Thanks, Mini Kano, and hopefully we will. <laughs> the next reviewer, Bao Diza Fa. I don't know how to pronounce that at all. Bao Dies Fa. Uh, the subject is I Tried, <laughs> and the uh, stars are five. Try to be the fifth year reviewer. Ha ha ha. That's why we got seven. Everybody wants that free, free prize. Oh, man. <laughs> 
right, I'm going to have like a giveaway every 10, 10 reviews. <laughs> like 60, 70, 80. Uh, and the last review comes from Blood Ocean 07. Uh, subject is great podcast, and they left five stars. I'm scared. Blood Ocean. Blood Ocean. <laughs> kind of appropriate because they talk about seas a lot in Guardians of the Galaxy. Um, they say, love the podcast and everyone's personality. Even though I disagree with y'all a lot about Batman v Superman. Oh, that's unfortunate because I talk yeah. a lot of shit about Batman v Superman. <laughs> <laughs> Me too. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry. <laughs> I love that movie. I still enjoy mm. listening to y'all's thoughts and opinions. Keep up the great work. CJ Higgins. All right, thanks, CJ. I'm sorry that we shit all over the thing you love. No, I'm not. <laughs> I'm, like, oh. I'm sorry. We'll try to be respectful, but I just hate the movie. Too. I mean, I won't I be. I'm not going to be more respectful, but I am sorry. <laughs> mm, okay. Like people say, they don't agree with us, but they like the way we say what it. What the hell? We'll so, just go with the way we are. Fuck that movie. Right. <laughs> fuck you all. Love us because we're real. <laughs> All right, let's get into the main event of this podcast. Let's get into Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2. The Sovereign, the Ravagers, they all want us dead. That's a really bad sign. The Guardians must be destroyed. Hit me with your best shot. Guardians of the Galaxy, Volume 2. Set to the backdrop of awesome mixtape number two, Guardians of the Galaxy, Volume 2 continues the team's adventures as they unravel the mystery of Peter Quill's true parentage. And honestly, the synopsis is way more focused than the movie itself is. Yeah. (laughs) At least the synopsis is pretty straightforward. I mean, they get there eventually, but then there's some gold people they gotta deal with, and then there's the whole thing about the Ravagers, but then they eventually get to the parentage. That's eventually a plot point. (laughs) Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2, it's got the um, same cast from the first. We got Chris Pratt as Peter Quill, Zoe Saldana as Gamora. Dave Bautista as Drax, Vin Diesel as Baby Groot, which I guess mm. they just pitched up his mm. voice. Did that in post-editing, I assume. And he actually didn't say I'm Groot as much as he did in the first movie. No, he didn't talk as, he didn't no. Talk as much. No. A lot of streaming. Vin Diesel made it. He, he was too busy for, uh, filming Fate of Furious. Word. Another movie about family, ironically. <laughs> I, I got prior obligations to my other family. <laughs> That's your Vin Diesel voice? Yeah, it's pretty be better. <laughs> uh, we got Bradley Cooper as Rocket, uh, Michael Rooker as Yondu, Karen Gillian as Nebula, uh, Palm Clemen, what's her name? Palm, Palm Clemen, whatever, whoever. The newcomer is Mantis, and Kurt Russell is the most important new cast member as Ego. Guardians of the Galaxy 2, guys. How do you follow up a nigh perfect movie? Guardians of the Galaxy 1 is pretty much lauded next to the Avengers as one of the best Marvel Cinematic movies to date. Did they land? Did they hit that mark? No. Nope. Or, oh, wow, okay, I was going to be rhetorical and kind of <laughs> set it up with like a, a back and forth question. Damn. You said Damn. no right off the bat. <laughs> and Maja no. Jamie's the one I liked the movie the most. And she yeah. was like, no. She shocked me. It's <laughs> like, oh. Well, All right, man, just calm down. I know you can read my empathic emotions, but <laughs> chill. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't like this movie at all. <laughs> is that your Asian voice? I was just, wow. I was like, what is that? Ooh, you are racist. Is that racist? <laughs> I was like, what? That's how racist sounded. Am I racist for saying that? Yeah. <laughs> I was like, yeah. What? Get out before I shove this egg roll in your Dude, mouth. Okay. Okay. I'm gonna shove this in your mouth to shut you up. 
I have you in a role. I was like, what is this voice? <laughs> what is wrong with you? <laughs> Someone do the impression of Mantis when she tells uh, Peter that she has, uh, she, that he has emotional and sexual attraction to Gamora. Tell me how she sounded. Someone do the impression right now. First of all, you got the impression wrong because she's supposed to be Vietnamese and you may sound Chinese. And that's racist. Did as I well. do a Chinese accent right Yeah, you did. If anything, if anything. If I, I don't know the nuances of Asian accents. So I, can't, I can't defend you here. I did a Mantis accent, okay? I didn't do a specific. Michael, do the impression. I'm staying out of that. <laughs> Mark guy, Mark guy right there. You know, I've seen like, those. I've seen those fight videos on Instagram. Mm. You get your ass kicked every mm. time by this one over Jordan, here. I'm about to make the Instagram video for real. I'm about to kick your ass right now. All right. <laughs> I like Mantis. <laughs> Do you? you know, I did a lot. You know actually. that meme where Homer Simpson's backed up into the bushes? Yeah. That's me. I'm like, <laughs> or like Ant-Man with uh, the best friend backing up, backing up. You backing know what? I'll let this one slide. Okay. You continue with your podcast when I'm watching you. All right. Let's 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 just open up the floor to our general thoughts. <laughs> I want to talk a little bit about how we felt about the first Guardians of the Galaxy before we actually get into our, our, our ratings for Guardians of the Galaxy 2, though. Because I don't know about you guys. I went to the Guardians of the Galaxy one with zero expectations. I ended up walking out of that movie. I didn't even then. I didn't think that was like better than the first Avengers for me, but it was like top three Marvel movies at the time for me. So like going to this movie, it's hard not to have those same kind of expectations. I know you can't really put lightning in the bottle twice. Lightning doesn't strike the same place twice. All that kind of crap. But like, you know, it's hard to when you walk into something that is like modern day movie magic I think that is what Guardians of the Galaxy 1 was that for a lot of people it's hard not to walk into the sequel with those same expectations kind of like in your head how do you guys feel about that yeah uh, I, I agree the thing that made Guardian the first Guardians of the Galaxy different than pretty much anything we've seen like with Marvel before is that a lot even even a lot of comic book comic book uh, readers didn't know much about Guardians of the Galaxy. Like, when they yeah. that first announced Guardians of the Galaxy, we were what? like, yeah, I was like, who the fuck are they? Like, this I'm, is going to be the first Marvel flop. That was like the big thing. Yeah, <laughs> that was the big thing. Like, nobody nobody knew what it was. Nobody ever heard of these characters. And then plus, it was like the first movie that took place in like the cosmic universe. Mm. So many people went into this movie with no expectations. But then it hit. And it hit. Yeah. And... Coming into this movie, it's, it's 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 like impossible not to have that in your mind because th- this is a lot of uh, people's favorite Marvel movie. Not just top three, but it's a lot of. I, I wouldn't say it's mine. I think Winter Soldier is probably number one for me. Mm. Mm. Well, at the time of its release, at the time. Wait, the, when when did Winter Soldier come? That was after it came out. After okay, yeah. at the time of its release, then yeah, then yeah, this is my favorite one. Oh really? It was better than Avengers one for you. Wow, solo, 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 solo movies. Wait, what do you mean? Like, Avengers don't count as solo yeah, movies. Yeah, Avengers oh, doesn't count as a solo movie. Okay, all right, that's fair. It's an amalgam of all. All right, I got you. So, I'm not going to get into my rating of the movie yet, but uh, it wasn't as good as the first one, this uh, volume two for me. No. But I still, I still had, I still enjoyed it. Yeah. But it didn't hit the expectations that the first one hit. No. And I'll get into more into that later. Okay. All right. So what would you give it as a rating then? 
The rating, I would give it a mm, more than passable. <laughs> that was, was it hard for you to do it that? It was. It was. I was trying to think of a. I was trying to think of a word between more and just passable. Like just, a, just <laughs> like crea- possible? just like create create a new rating. <laughs> like in between passable and more than passable. So you're hovering at like a, like a three point five out of five kind yeah, of. Yeah, pretty much. Got you. All right, Jamie, what do you think? Um. As I sit my wine fancily. Don't let me mm. roast you because mm. you give me chances to roast you and I'm trying to focus on podcasts. Okay. <laughs> but um, starting with the rating, I actually want to give it more than possible without pausing. Like Michael just did, you know, he just went mm, more than possible. Well, you know, like I think it was a solid uh, more than possible. Um, and to start with my experience with the first volume is that um, I knew nothing of it. I didn't expect anything. I went in and I enjoyed it. And from my experience is that I tend to enjoy movies way more if I don't expect anything. Mm-hmm. And I think I think we kind of feel the same way too because I guess the great, great example I can give is um, you, Jordan, you and your Power Rangers. Okay. When you had expectation, you had you had a terrible experience. You gave me like... Oh, I have a terrible experience. Maybe. Calm down. <laughs> oh, no, you made it sound like yeah, that. Yeah, you made though, it you sound know? like... You definitely no, did. No, it wasn't oh, terrible. Did, Passable. Why is everything Passable's bad score? It's in the middle. Not no, amazing, not horrible. No, it wasn't more that. It was you were talking about how much... It, how What a letdown it was for you, but then when you went to watch for the second time with okay. your expectation that you enjoyed it even more. Yeah. Whereas last week, we watched Slight. We had zero expectation and we enjoyed the movie. Mm. I mean, movie, the plot and pacing, everything was good about the movie. But not only that, I think just the fact that we don't have expectation makes us like I don't know appreciate the movie more. And I think that's where I come from is that um, even going in for the second volume, even if I enjoyed the first movie as much, I didn't really expect anything. Mm. I didn't. I just went in. I'm like, you know what? I have no idea because I only watched the trailer once too. Because with Marvel movies, I try my best not to watch trailers because I yeah. don't want to spoil anything for me. Walked in, I'm sitting down, I was like, I don't know what's going to happen. I saw some few clips, and then I'm just going to enjoy it. And I did. Like you said, it wasn't, the story wasn't as solid. The pacing was weird. There wasn't as much character development. The jokes were kind of too often. Like, they felt almost forced at one mm. at some points. But overall, the movie did what it did before for me. Like, it made me, it cracked me up mm-hmm. in a very funny way. It was a very enjoyable movie in a very nerdy way, and I didn't mind it. Not okay. all the movies has to be about plot, character development. This is one more movie that I would consider as, you know, it's just something that I would go in, mm. laugh, walk out. Would I buy it? No. Would I watch it again? <laughs> no. But did I enjoy it? Absolutely. Huh. Very, very depth review. Very, very, was that the word? In-depth? In-depth. In-depth. You said depth? Deft. Not not deaf, <laughs> deaf. Is that wine getting like, into your head? No, deaf is like wine. Very ah. very expert review. Ah. Like that was very succinct, very good. Yes, and you touched on a lot of things that I I want to echo in my own review as well. Namely, that going into this, yes, I had expectations, but I do need my. See, I'm a, I'm a story head, <laughs> and I like yeah, I like me too. Yeah, I like things. I'm an action junkie, so even like video games, I'm like my video games have to have a story to them. Even if the gameplay isn't that good, if it has a great story, I'm hooked. Yeah. But sometimes you have to give up on that. You have to realize that, like, it's a Hollywood, guys. Let's be real. You know what these movies do really well? All the Marvel movies, even if they're not wholly satisfying, in of themselves, encapsulate in the movie itself, as a single ch- link in a greater chain. All these movies 
But yeah, all the Marvel movies so far have done the job of creating the next step in like an episodic adventure. And I think this is what this movie was. It was just an epi- like one episode. It didn't feel like a movie to me. I feel like I'm using this phrasing a lot, though, recently. But it feels more like an episode than a movie in itself. Kind of like Fast and Furious in that way. It's just, and because they, I didn't feel like the characters themselves moved that far along in their own development, and their own arcs. At least the main characters. The side characters definitely had arcs. But the problem is, most like the side characters aren't the focal point of the story. So what needed to happen was for, I needed to feel like Star-Lord, the main character, Peter, to end up in a farther place than he started started in this movie. But to go with that, um, tell me a sequel or Marvel movie that did not have a character development other than this. I'm not saying that another... Oh, Winter Soldier, what? Obviously. That was character development. Winter Soldier has yeah, a development. What are you talking about? Wait, wait, wait. I said that That does. did not have. That did not because I, I would say that, this is all age of this is the age of Ultron to the Avengers one. This is a movie where even Age they of had Ultron a lot of different had a character development. It did, but I'm talking about in terms of like the reception of the movie, and not even just the reception, but like having too many elements to juggle made the focus of the story weaker. Avengers one had a very clear cut villain. It was Loki, and it might have been cookie cutter. Like looking back on it. But it gave the story a narrative drive. Purpose and... Yeah. What's the biggest complaint about Age of Ultron? That it threw in too many different plot threads that didn't really go anywhere. Um, Granted, it was going to set up the mm-hmm. other movies. But in this case, for Guardians 2, it's more like the story just meandered with other side story elements within the Guardians universe. Namely Yondu, namely Nebula, to a lesser extent, Rocket Raccoon. But what the focus should have been was on what we just read in that synopsis, was... Uh, Peter Quill's heritage. The f- movie didn't get to that until the third act. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Before that, no, it meanders like with is he the villain? Is he not the villain? When I think we all in the very no. beginning, even Gamora herself calls if he's evil, we'll kill him. Like we all was like, yeah. he's he probably is. the villain, right? Yeah. <laughs> but the fact that the movie took so long to get there, until you get to that point, you're just going, where is this movie gonna go? Because they're not really committing to any. They're really, really like revealing. They're just dragging it on. They're never really committed to any singular direction to the third act. No, because the reason why I ask you a question about you mentioning another sequel movie that had did not have character development is correct me if I'm wrong. Correct me. Uh, but that is not. But I thought you claimed that if anything, the volume two movie that we just watched is some is considered as like a stepping stone for the next movie. But I don't really see. But only speaking, I don't really see the point of this movie other than playing off what Peter became after the first movie. This like, is almost no yeah, that's pretty much nothing. That, that's one of my this biggest. Like, that's one of my biggest issues with this movie in particular. Like, <clears throat> I feel like this movie should have been called Peter Quill and his and his bitches. And his <laughs> bitches. This was Peter Quill. Peter Quill and them. This is almost like an epilogue to Guardians of the Galaxy One, just to be like, "How did he hold that Infinity yeah. Stone? Here's how. Here's how. This yeah, is a filler but, episode. If anything, that's what I feel." And but the filler well episode because, like you like you mentioned, like a lot of the side characters got development, but like <laughs> you didn't really learn. I feel like you didn't really learn more about Drax. Not no. really. No. You just got like, like more. You know, he's still green. All you got was more stories about the family he already. Yeah, we already the family knew about. that he lo- the, uh, the family that, that he lost. We already knew that. Yeah, we just got a little. Ex- expository stuff that who cares yeah and uh let's see i mean nebula and gamora they 
kind of rekindled their, yeah. their relationship, mm-hmm. but you didn't really get again. More, it's epilogue yeah. stuff to the first movie. Yeah, and, but there was no character development for her in this movie. Like she didn't change. Like there was no arc from her in the beginning of this movie to the end of this movie. No, if she had joined the team, she maybe. pretty much started where she ended, more mm-hmm. or less. Yeah. And same, I mean, Rocket is really the only one that changed. And then I guess Groot kind of physically changed. That's I guess it. We're, we're speaking spoilers, but. Yeah, but if anything, his his change was an aggression of a character. Yeah. He's completely regressed. <laughs> Literally regressed. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> but like, to this, like, those were like some of its weaknesses, but it did have strengths. It was humor throughout the movie. Not all of it landed. This is definitely more rapid fire humor than the first movie. I would, Some of them I feel actually like. diffuse attention in the wrong time. Like they yes. should not have joke. You know that moment. In, in, in a lot of ways, like Ant Man did, where like yeah. it, it had really poignant moments or like really tense moments that just completely destroyed with like a joke. Mm-hmm. And some of them just being running jokes that went on way too long. <laughs> um, but like the, I, the humor was strong in this movie. Um, the effects were great. The emotion of the side characters was great. Mm. The problem is like the the main the story A like you know every like narrative the has like a, a, a a plot B yeah. plot the A plot was weak. Mm-hmm. It was predictable. It wasn't that emotional. And if anything, it 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 took away some of the emotion from the first movie by destroying kind of like the the mystery. Like, that's the I mystery, mean, but also the the magic of it. If anything, like it kind of gave us I don't want a hardcore spoil yet. Like shocking element. We were like, oh. Yeah, but kind of like with Flash season two, you uh. get that shock at the expense of overriding something that was really poignant in the first movie. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, but for my rating, I would give it more than passable. But only really? for, yes, but I'm like Michael. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Where it's like, like me, I guess I'm yeah. more than passable. <laughs> you're, vac- you're vacillating between. Yeah, I'm oscillating between two different sides here. Just because like, if it wasn't for the emotional your gut ca- punch. Your cat is like yeah. giving me this evil look right now. I'm scared. Oh, yeah. Wow. That's a weird look. <laughs> no, cookie, cookie won't hurt you. It's giving you like a rock and raccoon look right like, now. He doesn't he like doesn't my review of Guardians <laughs> of the Galaxy. That's what it, <laughs> you, better give it, you better give it a hard more impassive right. with some bitch. Give me death eyes. <laughs> but it's really the emotionality from the side characters is what gives it the more impassive for me. If it wasn't for that, like if you, if you took the emotion of like Yondu, and we'll get into it, but if we, get into that, if we took that out, I would not like this movie nearly as much as I did. I mean, we're not doing a spoiler version, are we? I mean, we kind of already... Said, yeah, he said we... We kind of did touch on spoilers already. And oh, I mean, we, okay. It was light spoilers, but now that we're, we're going to break it open, let's mm-hmm. get into... Spoiler alert. Spoilers. Spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. I need to make a, like a bumper or something. <laughs> spoiler alert. It's like, it's so ghetto. Spoiler spoiler spoiler. Spoilers. Spoilers. Skip ahead. That should be our spoilers. Yeah. Putties? Putties. It's a spoiler patrol. Sorry, I'm just drinking more fancy wine. All right, let's break this open. Let's break open and ah, and they're golden glasses. And look at this golden chalice of a glass. It's like, let's get into this movie. Let's get into the golden people and how useless they fucking were. So Can we talk about that for a second? Like, that's part of the reason why like the movie felt like it had no focus because like it felt like the joke villain was like the main thread villain throughout. They kept coming back. <laughs> the gold people kept coming back. And like, yeah, let's jump to the end real quick about the, the post-credit scene, about what could be Adam Warlock. Weird that he's his origins with these weird comic relief characters, but whatever. <laughs> Point is, it's just odd to me that those like they were basically the main antagonists of the film because they kept coming back. Yeah. Yeah, they were more consistent than even even like the Ravagers. Like the Ravagers were even just like a bullet point at one point. But for the most part, 
Like Rocket took out the Ravagers real quick. Yes, in an amazing action that showcase. That I love yeah, that was fun. I love how Rocket Rock Raccoon in like the wilderness is like it's Batman <laughs> doing silent takedowns and setting bombs. <laughs> You're nothing without your weapons. Oh yeah, yeah. He gave that dude the mittens. <laughs> the mittens. <laughs> the little paw mittens. He just ah! knocked him out with the haymaker. That was hilarious. <laughs> High five, Rocket. Over in the corner. Oh, your dusty rocket. Yeah. I brought I brought a uh, plush rocket raccoon. Hey, I just noticed you called him Dusty. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, anyway, I brought a plush rocket raccoon with me to the movie. Yeah, I was getting a lot of stares from the little kids because yeah. they, they wanted it from me. Their greedy hands and yeah. eyes wondering. I'm like, you better stay around. away because I will fight you. <laughs> I'll pull a rocket. I'll bite all of y'all. <laughs> Let's talk about Rocket because he also was probably between him and Yondu the the main secondary characters. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I do like what they did with his character in this, where they did delve more into why he's such an asshole, like mm-hmm. such a, like a mile a minute rapid fire asshole. Mm-hmm. Like it's kind of like it's Peter like Parker. Reflex. Yeah, but instead of Peter Parker making like you know quips, he makes really he makes insults, really hilarious insults, <laughs> like uh, Taser Face. Oh, taser face. <laughs> That was one of the run jokes I really liked. Yeah. <laughs> Just wake Everyone up every morning. Like, you're like, Taser face sounds badass. <laughs> <laughs> Even the moment he was like, I want him to remember who did this. Taser, Taser face. face. <laughs> and the ghost starts laughing. <laughs> it's like, really? As he explodes? <laughs> I mean, you know, um, I, I think it was uh, Peter who called him, um, quote unquote, professional asshole. Yeah. And, you know, overall, the movie explains later on that why he's such an asshole, because overall, it's out of fear. Mm -hmm. And I loved how. But pushing people away before you can be pushed away. Or you get attached to them, because. Mm -hmm. And I thought it was very interesting and almost emotional that the person who confronted him about his fear was another asshole in the movie. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It was a Yandu confronting Yandu. him. It's about like when the two biggest roasters asshole. in the squad meet yeah. up. <laughs> and then he goes, I know why you do it, boy, because you are me. And it worked because he's the only one that could have mm-hmm. confronted him that way. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It really shut Rocket Raccoon down. Yeah. And like it shook him. You you saw him. Like yeah, all he said him, was, he was "You shut up. You just shut up." He didn't. Have, he had no um insults back. He couldn't insult yeah. back. It dissolved all his walls. So like, you shut up. You shut up. I told you. You shut up. And then you know, it's just like, um, and actually, at, after that moment of him being an asshole, I don't know. Maybe my eyes tricked um tricked me. But um, there was one moment that Rocket actually cried. Like there was like a tear rolling from his eye. Was it was it just me? At what point? I oh, know he he did cry. He definitely did. That was when uh, well yeah, we're talking spoilers. Well, when Yandu yeah. died. Oh yeah. Yeah 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 yeah. yeah. Like, and the he, thing he is, like, I don't remember. Has he cried in the first movie? Like he sniffed. I don't like they I, never yeah, showed. Well, I don't think they were full on tears. Exactly. Exactly. I think he did cry for Groot when he died. I think no, he, he, he didn't cry. He didn't did cry. He? I don't think so. I thought he was wiping away tears. Maybe, well, uh, maybe, he, I, okay, I, maybe, 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 yeah. when Groot died. But that's that's pretty, that's pretty big because Groot's yeah. like his best friend. Yeah. So if Yondu got to him that hard in like one moment, because before that he was, like, mm. he was an asshole even Yondu yeah. before that moment. So to have him like be reached that hard that uh-huh. when he dies it affects him at that level. Mm-hmm. And I also like that really touching moment between um, Rocket and. Uh, Peter. I mean, hell, when Yondu died, it touched yeah. me. Like, I didn't cry. Oh, you well, didn't cry because my soul is a little no black. Heart. Wow, no my soul heart. is a little black. But I, I, 
I got a little watery. No, I, cried. I, I teared up. I didn't I, cry I, hardcore, I, but I did tear up at that uh, scene. I, I actually cried. Yeah. No, I felt a welling of emotion. I feel, you know why I didn't cry hardcore? Wait, wait, wait. Before we get into that. I want to start with the with the Rocket Raccoon. And the moment between him and Peter Quill where... He, oh, at the end? Yeah, where Rocket the makes funeral? a reference of like... Um, even though he's, an, he's talking as if he was talking about Yondu. And then at the end, and then at the last moment, he switches it to talking about himself. It was like, and, and he even stole all those batteries, even if, even if he didn't have to. Mm-hmm. And it was like, and then Peter looks at him and goes like, well, "Of course they did." Still talking as if he's talking mm-hmm, about the Ravagers, mm-hmm. but talking to but the Rocket eyes, Raccoon, the yeah, look. indirectly talking mm-hmm. to him. Chris Pratt is a good actor. Chris Pratt is a great actor. He's a great he's a actor. actor. Chris Pratt is Bay. Yeah. Best part of the movie is when he took his shirt off. Oh, word! Wait, were yeah, you like, right, were you like Zoe? Right. Were you like Gamora when she was looking at him and like, giving him the side eye real yep. quick? <laughs> I don't know if you. I not. sat up in my seat like, wait wow. a minute. No, I said something wow. when he t- took his shirt off, and I said something. I don't know what I said. I didn't mean to say anything. It was because he was really quiet. What's my snack, indeed? Mm. Wow! I don't know if you guys are following his Instagram, but he does a daily <laughs> thing called What's My Snack. Well, he's eating something different to like you know keep his weight. Mm-hmm. I'm surrounded by fanboys and fangirls. It's crazy. <laughs> What's my Wouldn't snack? You? His name is Chris Pratt. Mm. <laughs> he looked. <sighs> I mean, I also like how Rocket Raccoon was like a, like more of a father figure because Groot was useless in this movie. <laughs> no, he was more like a cheerleader. Who, Baby Groot? Baby Groot. Yeah. No, he was not a cheerleader. He no, was he was he useless was there to a, sell a liabi- merchandise and a liability. He was there to sell no, merchandise. Was, the ship you know was going down. He's eating popcorn. Like watch it. Like, he's like, watch it. <laughs> No, okay, Rocket wasn't, Rocket was more of an uncle, cool uncle, and it literally was Gamora as a mother, no, Gamora more as a father, and um, Quill as a mother. <laughs> think about it, think about what they said. Gamora goes, you know, says something, something, and at the end, overall, he, she was really cool, she's like, hi! Oh, yeah. And then Quill is always the one who's nagging, even at, if, at the end of credit, too. You know, oh, yeah. the room. He's like, Teen Groot. You clean your room and all that. Like, do you hear dad saying that? No, it's always mom mm. saying it. Yeah. Well, let me ask you guys: Did you, how do you feel about Baby Groot in this movie? Did you like? Is it what you were expecting? Because I I didn't realize that this Groot might not have any of the memories of the previous Groot. I thought it was just this Groot reincarnated. But a lot of theories are circulating that. Remember the moment where Groot picked like a little um uh, piece of like uh branch off his face? Probably mm-hmm. don't. But in Guardians of the Galaxy. That he planted that twig, and that's what became Baby mm-hmm. Groot. So, like, this Groot is like a, a new being. Yeah, branch of. Yeah. So, was it, did it meet your expectations for what you wanted to see with Groot in this movie? Or, like, how'd you feel about it? I expected Baby Groot to be Baby. Mm. If anything, I guess I expected him to be a little more action filled. Yeah, like, I, I he only had one action. A more active role. He's very, I, I thought he was stronger than he like was in the actual movie. He actually was very weak except for that one scene where he beat that yeah, one guy. Like that one scene, yeah, that one scene when he was like, I thought he was like, he had some type, like, even though he was a baby, he still retained his strength. No. No. I know, <laughs> you know what? Technically, he's really strong. He was dragging the dusk all the way from the. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. But it was for comedic effect, though. For no reason. Uh, I know, yeah, I know, I know yeah. wait, wait, I know Raccoon never said to talk about it again, but can we talk about that, that, that toe? That human toe? Oh, <laughs> what the fuck? Oh, you are right. There you go. Like, oh, it's like I'm like, wait, <laughs> that had to have been lying there because I'm like, first of all, somebody would have had to w- woken up or something. Yeah. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> like, I'm so confused. I was like, I'm very confused right now. How did you get the toe? PB Crew is a you... fucking murderer psychopath. <laughs> we need to have a, a comic series or something, a web series like Daryl and Thor to explaining that toe. <laughs> I want to know. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. I Groot actually um, played a role that I didn't expect. 
but like I still enjoyed him, you know, like him being very juvenile. Mm-hmm. I didn't mind it. It was it was a complete side plot. It was a distraction to the plot, if anything. But yeah. it was a good. It was a hundred percent comedic relief. It was, a, it was uh, so cute. His purpose was to sell merchandise. Yeah, and you know what? I would buy it. Oh yeah, I st- I want a oh, baby group. I want a baby group. Yeah. Oh, his sad face was so like his sad face rivals Puss like, in Boots. Like, yeah, I was gonna say Puss in Boots. <laughs> <laughs> like they didn't have like a sad off, and like who would win the sad off? Even the fucking uh, even uh Taser face was like, do we yeah. kill it? It was like, no, no it's too adorable. Make it to the tailor. It's too Make adorable. It to mascot. Yeah. <laughs> like his adorableness was like a plot point. That's how cute he was. <laughs> it is a weapon. And I don't care how many times I tell it in the trailer. That scene with the Not, the death and- weapon was still hilarious. Like, not that button. Not that oh, button. we're all going to die. <laughs> <laughs> I love yeah, that. What's the button that you shouldn't push? No, no. You, what, is the, what is it? What was the question? How did it phrase it? Uh, what did he say? If you uh, touch this button, we will all die. Now what repeat do you push? what I said. I am group. Which one, do you, which one don't you push? I am group. I am group. I am group. No! no! That's the button that'll kill everybody. I'll do it again. <laughs> and what they didn't show in the trailer was that awesome like moment where he literally goes to everybody and asks for tape and it's oh. off screen yeah. and it's just baby group and Rock Rock Goose just sitting there like waiting like <laughs> Drax, do you have any tape? <laughs> yeah, like scotch tape will work. Scotch. If you don't have any yeah, scotch tape, then why'd you mention it? <laughs> Did you what? ask Nebula? Yeah. yeah I was like, I mean, she uh, wasn't, yeah. She was, there she was next. Us. She was next to Yondu. Yondu. <laughs> she would have answered. And those are all like little things where it's like, you know, it's like just taken from real life. Like those are all like real life moments. Mm-hmm. Or the beginning of the movie. I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure that had to have been like an improv. That yeah. felt that was like an hilarious. Improv. Chris Pratt and his We're talking about the beginning of the movie. Like let's, okay, let's, like let's when? switch gears before. I want to save Yondu for last. But let's switch gears to, um, to Russell Peters. What the fuck am I saying? What's his name? Russell Peters? Kurt Russell? Kurt Russell. Or, there we go. Russell like, Peters. Ugh. Who the hell is that? A comedian. <laughs> but Kurt Russell. Let's first talk about how they they can de-age anybody in Marvel. Like, what's up with that? Is that like a technology they just have access to? <laughs> the, they, the first time I saw that was with uh, X-Men. Uh, X-Men? Was Days of Future. Not Days of Future Past. Uh X three. Uh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Where uh, Magneto and Xavier went to Gene's uh, house. I was gonna talk still, about when it was still uh, Ian McKellen and Patrick Stewart. Oh, yeah. I thought you were talking about um, uh, Ant Man when it was what's his face. Mm. Yes, I don't remember his name. No, yeah, yeah. Henry Pym, Hank yes. Pym, but Pym. I don't remember Michael his actual Michael Douglas. Michael Douglas. There we go. But like it feels like they're doing it every intro of these Marvel movies now. Like it's like we have technology, let's de-age somebody. <laughs> but oh when I talked about before and like when I talk about my overall thoughts, and I mentioned how they took away things from the first movie. Flushing out Peter's father as a villain is one thing. And we all saw it coming a mile away. Even though they play it like he wasn't a villain for literally two thirds right. of this no fucking movie, which way. is like, come on, what are you doing? <laughs> but to have him be spoilers, 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 spoilers times ten Kaokin spoilers. To have him be the reason that the mother died. Yeah. He literally put the tumor in her mind. Yeah. Yeah. That, that's fucked up. That's very fucked up. Like not only is it really fucked up, but like it just kills the sentiment of He was made of light. <laughs> like that that whole thing in the first movie of like her like Trying to like people think she's crazy, but trying to convey to people, mm-hmm. convey to Peter how angelic or otherworldly her, her his father was. Mm-hmm. Now in hindsight, to be like, oh mom, sorry, he was actually an asshole who just wanted to impregnate the planet with his plant planet sperm. <laughs> like, 
it takes away from it a little bit. It feels like the whole thing in Flash where, like, you overwrite season one sacrifice by having, like, oh, something happened. Like, you know what I mean? I don't like that. But if anything, I suppose, um, no. They need a reason how um, Peter, spoiler alert, snaps out of the mind control. I agree with yeah, that. Yeah, I agree, but I feel like they could have came up with something else. Something what? as strong know. as his love for the mother? I'm just like, to go for like two-thirds of the movie playing it as if he's not a villain, and the last act to have him go full supervillain. Yeah, because the, the, huh? yeah, it's too, it's like, it's like a neck break turn. It was like, like yeah, because his mother. We need a villain. What? His, oh, his, I hate a villain. <laughs> he, 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 before that moment, he was more like a supplementary villain in what he wanted to accomplish. Like it was, ended up being villainous, but he wasn't like a muhahaha type villain but until that moment like that was like complete 180 yeah in my opinion and before that we had like literally two other villains in the movie like between the gold uh what were they called sovereign sovereign. The sovereign like the sovereign race of gold people and then the ravagers in the middle so like each act had its own villain and then the sovereign somehow poked their heads into each act but still <laughs> so it just felt like uh, to have it be like he's maybe the villain maybe he's not and then the third act yeah, I am the villain, and also I killed your mom, and also I don't give a fuck about anything ever. Ha ha ha! Like you know what I mean? It was just like, so how did and his think? reasoning was so weak. It was just, oh, I'm eternal, and I want everything to be me. Ego, yeah, get, it? They, they, <laughs> get it? Get it? Ego. They it up in the first movie, they just said like even Yondo, he just said he's an asshole, not a diabolical not a, yeah, asshole, not a fucking demon. killing <laughs> killing kids. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Kill kids. Like, well, here's the thing. Like, he basically, he's a psychopath. He has no empathy whatsoever. Sociopath. Because, sociopath. Yes. Yeah. Thank you. Wow. Mm, Dexter. I'll get to that. <laughs> I watched Dexter. I'll get to you about that later. <laughs> Anyways, but um, despite he's a sociopath, like, it's, he had no interaction with any other beings. Because if anything, he, because he's a celestial being, he sees any other living creatures as inferior creatures. So he has no reason to care about that. Although while watching the movie, I was thinking to myself when he was explaining his origins, how he thought he was the only one in the universe. Mm. And so he made a form to like explore. I was like, well, you thought you were the only one. How did you know about humans to make yourself a human? Thank you. Oh. I didn't understand I thought, either. I thought that while watching the movie, I was, I was like, like, why were you mating with all these yeah. other races when you made yourself human? You knew they were humans, right? Yeah, you knew they were humans. So, And then how did you know about humans if you thought you were the only one? I don't know. I, that's a little nitpicky, but yeah. <laughs> but still. Maybe somebody will correct us. But yeah, maybe that just I, I thought if the same you thing. Know about if you know the reason behind what we're really confused about, please let us know. But another thing was like in I'm the sure same vein, will, it was like, making sense to me because it was like, of course you only worked when you made it with a human. You took a human. Yeah, you form. took a human form. Like in those all those like weird like three D images he was showing Peter. He was they all were human. He, yeah, he was yeah. Still a human form. So yeah. it was like. Of course, dude. <laughs> you don't think you didn't put two two together? Oh, so if I'm a human, I have sex with a human, I can have an offspring. Yes. yes. <laughs> no one told you this? Anyway. Do you have a penis? Yes, I, mean, I have a penis. How that works? Yeah, even that joke. I was just like, mm. <laughs> some of the like I said before, there was a lot of there was a lot of humor. You so so it makes like sense that all that I think hit. most of the the humor with Drax, at least for me, the Drax That's humor what didn't work. Yes. Yeah. Agreed. It was very forced. Mm-hmm. Mantis was funny. Well, yeah, that's what I said. I want to die. Yeah, Mantis was funny. Mantis was funny. You didn't like church joke. That's what it is. No. I'm saying no. I'm no. saying all the Drax, like the Drax jokes. Oh, all of it. Yeah. <laughs> I was saying, well, well, no, not all of it. Not yeah. all of it. Okay. A, a lot of the Drax jokes didn't work for me. That I can agree with. A lot of the jokes. Mm, they seem very forced. You know what? Here's the thing. Like, I'm, I'm not a person who makes jokes. 
because I'm really bad at it. So you are Drax. Yeah, I am. So I see him. I'm like, ha, that's funny. That's how Drax would react. Yeah, exactly. Ha, ha, ha. That is funny. (laughs) (laughs) My name is Jamie. (laughs) Pretty much. Do you want to see what kind of damage Jamie the Destroyer can make? Yeah, your combo of uh, Drax and Mantis. (laughs) So do you want to see what my fist can do on your face? (laughs) All right, Manta Drake. Very violent. Word. Wait a minute. Here, take the Red Lantern ring. This is how you drink wine on this podcast. <laughs> you think this is wine? But let's, let's go back. Let's circle back around to um to Kurt Russell and his <laughs> ego, because like again, he's the he was the a plot, and he shows Peter. Hey, guess what, Peter? You're God. You're part God. Yeah, you have access. To this he world. showed up very early in the movie. Very early. Yeah. And that's another thing. How he even showed up earlier than I thought. It yeah. was literally just like, oh, the plot needs to be here. Hey, I found you, Peter. It was like, after oh, that's convenient. Year, like, you're like, yeah, after 34 years, yeah. I just happened to find you in the middle of space outrunning the, the sovereign. Like, you're a god. Yeah. You couldn't find people god. faster than this? Like, I mean, I get that, but... He's a god with a small G, remember? I like that joke. <laughs> <laughs> but then he shows Peter all these like crazy celestial powers, which amounts to, at first, we're just making a light ball. For a very cheesy scene where they play, play catch. catch. <laughs> I was like, are they really about to play catch? Yeah, I oh, they did. The I was like, oh, come on. Yeah. What? <laughs> no, don't do that. <laughs> it's a very typical father-son moment. It is, but when it's like, hey, we just met, I'm your dad, and the first thing you do is play light catch, it's like, no, that's no. too on the nose. That's no. too cliche. Like, I, Yeah. I enjoyed it. And they didn't even have that much bonding time, so even that felt kind of like, because it's like, they didn't spend enough time, I think, with Ego and Peter. A lot of this time was spent, split between the other it's characters. It's not about the bonding. It's just Peter, me, finally, finally finding his parent figure. It's not about bonding. Just the fact that he found him himself probably was a big deal to him. Bonding comes after just the fact he first he needs to get over the overwhelming sensation of finally finding his father and mm. meeting and seeing him in, with his own eyes. Knowing that he's not crazy for believing that well, his mom's story. Let me say this: he flipped fast to go from talking with Gamora about, "Hey, if he's he's not." First of all, he was like, "He's not my father. He's not real. This is too convenient." And then within a span of what a day, he's like, "No, Gamora, it's my real father. Okay, like, you're just jealous." It's like, "Whoa, what happened? <laughs> what is this?" I get you always want your dad, and maybe that's why he flipped so fast. But like within the context of the story, it was like. Yo, you heel turn, my dude. I thought you were kind of skeptical, but now you're just like, I'm all for it. The Kool-Aid. Yeah, there was never a moment that established why he flipped so quick. I mean, what, what do I mean, you granted. Like I just said, I couldn't infer granted, he why. Did say, he did say during the whole thing, this was your idea. Yeah. I mean, but still, he would be so like adamant about it so quickly. I'm just like, all right, man, you were skeptical a second ago. Like, what happened? And if anything, I thought, the reason why I'm even bringing that up is because I thought the skepticism was healthy. I thought that was actually a good plot point to be like, oh, yeah. uh, how he showed up, I was just like, hey, Ta-da! I'm your dad. Really convenient. Like, I was like, well, it makes sense why he'd be like, this is fucking like some kind of trap. So for having like the next day to flip, I was just like, what happened to all that cool character development? Like, <laughs> yeah. Nitpicky, maybe. Very. But at the same time, like, this is the A plot. This is like, and a big mystery of one. This remember we were all thinking about. There's only so much they can do. It's a fucking cliche of fine, you yeah, know. Yeah, there was a lot of cliches. Yeah. Growing up as an orphan, and guess what? I finally found my father that my mom always talked about, and everybody thought my mom was crazy, and part of me always kind of... It's a cliche. Mm. Based on cliche, I think they did as best as, as they could. 
I I'd agree with that, I but I would hope they would they would have gone. Hey, I like this movie. I gave it more than passable. I'm just telling you, you why you it's not as what is good, yeah. not nearly as good as the first, and why I I've seen a lot of online criticisms for this movie, and this is why it meandered and like you know, for something that was like groundbreaking, for it to like fall back on like pure humor and a lot of cliches, it it it's noticeable. You know what I mean? It's 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 a noticeable step down in the in this franchise. But hey, I still liked it. I'm just saying. Yeah, I, st- I still <laughs> gave it a more than passable. Yeah, too. again, I just want to reiterate that. You guys that. gave a very skeptical it, more but than yeah, passable. And, so, and also another reason why I, I went back and forth with the rating, like, eh, is I didn't like the fact that the team was separated for so long. Mm. Mm. In the movie, so it wasn't really Guardians. Of the it Galaxy. wasn't really it was Guardians of the Galaxy. Peter and his that's why. Dad I, that's why I said earlier, Peter and his bitches. Peter and his bitches. Yeah. Peter, Peter and them. That's also what split focus for the movie because in the certain in the second act it becomes more about or it's, it, it splits time with Yondu and the Ravagers, so it becomes like a background to Yondu's story, which was a huge benefit to the movie. That's what saved the movie for me. Yondu's story. Yeah, because you yeah. Yandu had the character development. We got to learn a lot about Yandu, and we actually got to emphasize with him. And then the ending. Mm-hmm. <sighs> let's just get Yandu. I hate, I hate that he died. Wow, you! Yeah, I, I, let's get Yandu right away. And I, and I feel like I feel like I feel like I should have seen it coming because they do this all the fucking time I mean, in I these hate, movies. Whenever like usually a, a, a character takes a big leap in arc and changes, like mm-hmm. and you just kill them off. You kill them off. It's like because it leaves the biggest impact. It does. And it did. Like, yeah. I was crying when he let mm-hmm. Peter go, and he's, like, freezing. And they even set it up so, like, set it up so beautifully in this movie when they show you how you die once mm-hmm. again in, in space. How you die first, and then Rocket says, you know, I only have one of each. Mm-hmm. He gives one suit and one jet, and then he wears them, and he just puts it on. And come on, just the, the fact that he taught him. Like the, he still was able to teach something as a father before he died. With like, I don't shoot with my eyes; I shoot with my heart. Mm-hmm. And remember, also remember, <laughs> he says he was your father, but he wasn't your daddy. Yeah, and the way he's like, he can always say it in the Michael Rucker way. Yeah, because it's like he wasn't your daddy. He was my. He might have been your father, but he wasn't your daddy. Yeah. <laughs> that was the a terrible baby. Michael Rucker. It was, <laughs> but it's like, who's your daddy? Michael Rucker, you're my daddy. <laughs> Whoa. Hey. Oh. <laughs> Oh. But that was man, that moment. Oh my, that's that's where I did tear up, Jamie. Like in mm-hmm. that moment. Mm-hmm. Although, I'll, and it's another thing, <laughs> another thing that made me go, "What the hell is going on with this movie right now?" What? Where they just went full Man of Steel at the end. Man of Steel. Yeah, oh, with the, yeah, with the fight Peter between. The oh, oh, the Dragon Ball Z battle. <laughs> man, man of Steel. I was like, "What no, is Pac- going on?" I do like the Pac Man. The Pac Man. The Pac Man was funny. Yeah, but that was it. But yo, you know, I, I was like that line where he was like, "It's gonna be Pac Man." What was all the things he named? He was like, "It's gonna be I'm really gonna weird." Make, no, I'm gonna make weird some weird but shit. That whole <laughs> final <laughs> fight scene, weird shit. I was thinking. That's what I was thinking. I was like, "Oh, so we're just about to man and steal this right now." I hated that fight. I hated yeah. that fight. I was like, <laughs> "So it's what we're doing now." Now we're doing like weird Earth gods. Like, like they're flying with like it's kind of like airbending or like like uh like bending. Yeah, it's like Earth and air. Earth, and Earth, and yeah, Earth and air, yeah, and a little bit of because the blue, the blue light, I guess, is similar to water. Yeah, even that, like that whole last set. We're getting back to Yandu, but that whole last set piece with like the 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 bootleg Dormammu and stuff, like the stuff of it. I, was, I thought Peter was gonna be like, Dad, I've come to bargain. <laughs> 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 it was basically like a big light thing. I'm like, 
this is Dormammu again. <laughs> like, what's happening right now? <laughs> Though, I guess, is in this universe, you think they're going to have Dormammu be like a celestial? He would have to be. Yeah. I mean, he's not in the comics, though. Not no, not in the comics. Yeah. But Ego's not a celestial in the comics. Yeah. No, he li- is. Just he? A, no, he's he not. Just a, living, just a living planet. Yeah. Oh. They changed yeah, it. like, he doesn't have a human. As far as I know, he doesn't have, like, a human. He's just a... He's just planet. a face on the planet. Yeah. Uh. A living planet. Mm-hmm. There's no penis. Yeah, that no, was pe- no. No, no penis. <laughs> that was just for the movie. <laughs> Even in the comics, like, he's not Star-Lord's father. Spartax. Mm, that I knew. Yeah, he's just, like, another dude. But, no, I mean... dude a planet? Mm. Spartax is. Yes. Or, wait. I don't think his name is Spartax. His planet is Spartax. He's the emperor Wait, of what's his name? Jason, Jason is Spartax. That's it. Go. I knew Spartax was his yeah, name was like, somehow. Yeah, Jason is Spartax. <laughs> Not that's, Jason. That's his father. Jason. Okay. Yeah, J apostrophe S O. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> it's like not John, Jean. You uh, see what I'm saying? <laughs> Get it right. I'm sorry. <laughs> Put some respect on it. <laughs> Put some respect on it. But with the Yandu in this movie, I did not expect him to be the the emotional center. But mm. in, a, in a story that's at the core, <laughs> is about fatherhood. Get it at the core. Yeah. Because the ego's core. Oh. Blow it up. He got it. You didn't get it. I know. <laughs> it, took, it took me like two seconds. Like, oh. It took me more than two seconds. Like, I don't get yeah. it. What? And the course about fatherhood. So like, I, in hindsight, it makes sense that he would be like the emotional like center of this movie. But they did a lot of things with Yondu that I was really surprised by and enjoyed. I mean, like that. I like the setup with him and the process, the weird robot prostitutes, and oh, Rocky yeah. comes in and tells him like, "You ain't shit, Yondu." Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it's Rocky. It's the source of slowest Rocky. Name, you know. Whatever. Rocky's the leader of the Ravagers, apparently. <laughs> but to have like, I just thought, I, I thought that was. I mean, it was cool to see him. But I thought that's so weird. Yeah, I mean, he only plays himself. Sylvester, Sylvester Stallone, and I'm like. Yeah. Is he going to have a bigger role? And maybe in the next movie because it seems like... Is he just showing up and then... Le- I'm like, oh, are we going to see him again? Probably. <laughs> they set it up with the other Ravager leaders who are all the badasses of Hollywood. That we don't really know much about. Like, I don't know anything about it. Yeah, I didn't, I, didn't, I didn't get that moment at the no, end. Like, the, the, the post-credit scene. Hey, man, Ving Rhames is cool. Maybe it's a spinoff. <laughs> so once again, guys, if yeah, you again, know... Please, please somebody explain know. who they were. Because we don't like, know. And their significance. Teach us. Maybe they're, they're like the actual Ravager team. Like the Ravagers. Yeah, like in Doctor Strange. Teach me. Yeah, it's <laughs> me your way. But I love how they had the the comparison between Yondu and Rocket Raccoon, and then I love his final moments with. Pe- I wish they had more. Mm. I, that's another thing in the movie. I wish they had more moments. But Peter and him only met each other again in the third act. Like you would think they would have like something like that. You needed to have Yondu around the whole movie, especially with Peter to have that dynamic more. Yeah, instead of having a very quick um, exchange of one-liners here and there as they're flying off. Yeah. The revelation that he was his father and always been his father came too sudden for me. Mm. But what was there was great. That's why I wish they did more of it. Because, like, I'm Mary Poppins, y'all! Like, shit like that. (laughs) Tell me about Mary Poppins. It was like, was was he cool? Yeah, Yeah. he's he's the coolest. (laughs) I'm Mary Poppins, y'all! Like they did. Oh, what were you say? No, go, go ahead. I'll finish. I'll start. Oh, they, they just did a thing that like, I didn't expect, like from that character. Mm-hmm. But also, you kind of have to understand that they have to kill a character like that. They made him so overpowered mm-hmm. with that whistle, yeah. like he oh, destroyed all. All he had to do was get the fin back after that hilarious group scene, and he destroyed everybody mm-hmm. in the Ravagers. Yeah, when when the the effect with the thing going back and forth, I was I was like, that's the Flash right there. Yeah, <laughs> he basically had the Quicksilver scene, but with just his uh, his arrow. arrow. Which is fucking badass. <laughs> what were you gonna say? 
Uh, I was going to say what you were saying about uh, Yandu's death and then the, the dynamic between him and Peter. Yeah. That's why I mentioned before, like, I wish we had more moments where the team was together to... I, I think the impact of losing Yandu would have been felt more if we saw them together more. Yeah. Because mm. even in the... F- really? You don't I think disagree. so? I disagree I was, because... The longer Yanda stays in the movie, the more... Here's the thing. The reason why his death came off so touching is because we kind of forgot that he's an asshole. So the more he stays in the movie without those emotional moments, we'll realize that he's an asshole. Eventually, their dynamic of, like, end of the movie, like, being a father and son moment, if had they continued him being in the movie for the volume three, their dynamic would be something like stepfather and stepson. I'm not saying him... Him, I didn't. I'm not saying I didn't want him to die, and him to continue on to Volume Three. I'm saying the fact that they killed him off. He should have been. I wanted to see more interaction between him and Peter before he oh, died. Okay. Yeah. Throughout this movie, exactly. And it would have been more impactful mm-hmm. for his death, especially like when he put his hands, he cupped Peter's face. Oh yeah. Yeah. Uh, like, yeah as he's dying. Yeah. Like so that would uh, maybe I would have cried then if he would have been in the movie. More. I did maybe cry then. Just, maybe. Need a heart <laughs> to cry because I did. I teared up. You teared up. You didn't cry. No, I didn't tear up because they didn't earn it. Is like they didn't like set it up enough. I look what was that there for me. I teared up. So obviously, what was there was emotional. You it's just easily. yeah. That's another thing. I cry easily. So oh. if I didn't cry, what's that really say? There you go. <laughs> they didn't set up those dominoes in a satisfying enough way for that payoff to hit me super hard. It did hit me. Because I did have the emotion from the first movie, knowing I already had the get. I already kind of like inferred that he loved Peter from the first movie. I think we all did. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that, on top of like what I learned from this movie, it did still hit me. Mm-hmm. But I would have liked for them to share that revelation more, like like Michael was saying, if mm-hmm. they had more scenes of them like talking to each other, and they touched on it. Like uh, the for the few scenes they had together, they did touch on it. They did have that moment where it was like he he gave him a new lesson. They kind of like had the back and forth. Like, you really thought like I only uh, did that stuff because I wanted mm-hmm. to use you as a thief. Mm-hmm. And it's like that's what you told me. It was like you told me you were gonna eat me. It was like, a joke. Yeah, it was a joke. But you know, <laughs> but that's really inferring that like it was more to it than that. I care about you, mm-hmm. and especially they did not take enough about fucking. Hey, man, your god, your dad's an evil god that eats like wants to destroy the universe. Let's talk about that more. Like, I wanted um uh. Y'all need to say more shit about that. I mean, like, like I said, yeah, because they, they 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 like went to it real quick. He was like, yeah, the reason I didn't give it because I found out he was killing his kids. Yeah, it was like, no, you let's, know, let's let's yeah, stretch that out a little yeah. bit more. Say some I'm more about that. I'm stick to what I said that this works better because Yandu it wouldn't be Yandu's not a type of guy who would actually have a lengthy conversation or emotional conversation. Even an it awkward works moment. Better in well, this. Yeah, but I'm not saying I, I think you're misconstruing what I'm saying. Even if, like, I, I wouldn't like them to have more scenes together, but not necessarily him being emotional with, like, he could have been shit-talking with him the whole uh, time. It could have been, like, a buddy, yeah, it been like a buddy cop, you know, fuck you type, like what, okay. we, do, like what we do to each other. And yeah. then, oh. finally, he has that emotional... So you wanted them together on screen time, more, yeah, like, just, spend more screen time together. Yeah. Okay. Not so much just full-on emotional okay. connectivity the whole movie, mm. no, because that wouldn't have been okay. realistic to the character, but just chemistry back and forth like just to see them together and to see their their dynamic mm-hmm. would have been more impactful for me all right same yeah. all right 
So, and the problem is that the I most rest of the movie isn't focused. Ha, I won. No. <laughs> again. Again, Michael <laughs> wins. Words. Two. Two, bro. <laughs> don't take it back, no, back on him. Don't take it back on him. You don't deserve that. Oh, my God. Dying. You don't. <laughs> I'm just saying. This it's funny. This is me and him, not you. I <laughs> won. <laughs> And I was like, but it was just like in two thirds of the movie, you're not even focused on that. Like you're not even focused on the Peter ego Yandu relationship. You're more focused on the gold people and like that <laughs> side plot. You're focused on the Ravagers and that side plot. But like you don't get to focus on that main story, which is like the most interesting story. Which is funny they don't focus on that much. Um, is there any other characters we I like talk that about? At least. For one, mini, for one mini second that they showed what Ego actually looked like with the face on the planet. They showed it for that one second. They did? For that one... You, you, you didn't even notice You didn't it. see it? For they showed the whole second, planet? They had the, they had the whole planet. Yeah, the whole they planet showed his face. face. In the background? No. When no, the, uh, they literally showed a planet that has yeah, face when on the, it. Yeah, when the, when the Sovereign were entering the planet, they showed they showed. Oh, Ego. I didn't even face. realize no. that. Yeah, there was He a had face. the face, the mouth, oh, the wow. eyes. Oh, mm. uh, because at that point he was like pissed off. Yeah, mm-hmm. that was, yeah. For like that one second, I was like, uh, okay. Get to see ego. What he looks yeah. like. Oh my god, he's evil. No way. <laughs> Who would have guessed except everybody? But um, if anything, um, I would just want to point out that they completely downplayed Mantis. Mantis is supposed to be like she's supposed to be really badass. This is an intro like movie, knowing man. like a mall martial art. Does she come off as a character who knows martial arts? No. No, no but she's supposed to. Maybe she learns it by touching somebody that knows martial arts. That is she, she not meet, how it she works. Meets, she meets Shang, she meets Shang she Chi is. on Earth. Nah. She touches oh, him. God. She learns. <laughs> no, she was supposed to be she was supposed to be um growing up as quote unquote Electra Madonna and she was supposed to go through training of like more martial arts. But no. She's I mean, just we might get the there. Matches. I did like what they had with her in this movie though, with the, like the empathic like uh, nature of her powers and she yeah. did she did help yeah the sleepy the sleepy time power that did help a lot sleepy in the time. finale yeah yeah so and she's then a cool she addition. got whacked in the head that was hilarious and I re- I actually really like that that uh, Avengers sweep moment they did where they like, zone in the whole group oh yeah yeah and then she gets whacked in the head but, yeah <laughs> but her dynamic with Drax was hilarious. Mm-hmm. And I like that. Just look out. After yeah. She already, yeah. After she already, <laughs> I think you are beautiful on, on the inside. You're <laughs> like disgusting. It's like, what are you guys talking about? I learned I'm grotesque and a pet. <laughs> it's like, what? Drax. What? Whoa, what are you doing? I just imagine being you. <laughs> I imagine being with you. That shit was hilarious. I, I, like I said, I like, I like her introduction. And, like, you know, for humor, she played her part. Maybe in the sequel or in the trill, the third movie, she'll have right. more of like an action role. Right. I doubt it. <laughs> you don't think so? I doubt it. As an Asian character, you think they're gonna let her survive or have a big survive? Role? She's gonna, su- she's <laughs> gonna Damn. survive. You ever think she's gonna get killed off? <laughs> no, they're, gonna, they're just gonna like, get rid of her eventually, and oh, or nah. she's gonna have a very very I minor I role. I don't think so. They're not gonna get rid of her. She's not gonna be like the next Peter Quill or anything. Like she's not no. going to have a, I don't think she's going to have a major, major role, but they're not going to get rid of her. Because mm. they got to they gotta check that diversity. <laughs> oh, so, oh, yeah, right. <laughs> Drax thinks that they're used to sense the top of doorways through head isn't cut off. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, and if, no, if the reason is anything but getting but. your head cut off, I win. <laughs> I love that. We made a bet. We're not supposed to tell her that. Yeah. Um, and like, Nebula and Gamora's relationship. That was another oh. big... 
another strong part of the movie that was a side element. The family bond. Like, this movie actually did, did a very good job of talking about family. Almost mm-hmm. as better as Fast good as Furious. Fast and Furious. Because <laughs> you know why? It made more sense when they said, no, we're a family yeah. than Suicide Squad. Because we fight all the time. We're not We're not friends. We're family. We're family. Oh. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, no, hashtag Suicide Squad is not family. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, really nice. I, I enjoyed getting the, the background on Nebula. Yeah, yeah. And how she became so robotic. Which, yeah. Yeah. And that was fucked up part because every up. time she lost, uh-huh. Donald would, like, how she described it, yeah. he would pull a piece of her out yeah. or off and replace a robotic or part. Ra- and also, what kind of ripped like. Ripped out her eye, ripped, what, out her, ripped off her arms. What, what kind of bargain bin technology does Donald to give his daughter? <laughs> like, that she still lost at every replacement. It's like, yo, robotic parts, right? Yeah. She'd be better. <laughs> well, I mean. You gotta think about, and this, I don't, I think they kind of downplay how badass Gamora is supposed to be. Like, she's the universe's, like, her, her moniker is the universe's deadly assassin. Mm. But she also has cybernetic enhancements, too, right? Those she's under the skin. I don't I think they mentioned that in the first movie. I think so. Yeah, in the no. first movie, in the prison breakdown, she's got cybernetic enhancements. But they're like, they're like, they're not like um, Nebula. I don't, I don't think so. No? No. Were you watching the same? Movie? Yeah, I'm gonna come I'm like, back next episode. Watching? The first movie. That's how she like. That's how she, quote unquote, might have survived in space I for a little while. I know in a comic book she didn't. Michael's researching. Right, you research so. that. While he's doing Let me that. Pull up. But no, it's just because um I don't know about you guys, but the whole time I thought it was always Nebula who was extremely competitive. But later this movie, yeah, we find it. out that it was actually the other way. That it was Gamora who was extremely competitive, whereas Nebula, Nebula just always wanted a sister. And she throws that, that line in. And I'm like, ooh. So sad. And even though Thanos wasn't actually in this movie, which fucking sucks, but mm-hmm. at least he has presence. But through Nebula's like recounts of like mm-hmm. his like his torture of her. Mm-hmm. And even like her whole goal is to kill Thanos at some point. And even Gamora's like, I don't know if that's possible. Like it just makes even though he's not in the movie, it makes you feel like mm-hmm. that dude is scary. It's like if you think it's possible, it's a strong dude. <laughs> so it, like I just love like the, the dynamic between Nebula and Gamora in this movie. Which I'm mm-hmm. really hoping because Marvel has really been keeping it close to the chest when it comes mm-hmm. to Thanos. Like Again, we haven't seen him since the end post-credit scenes of Age of Ultron. Mm-hmm. So I'm hoping when we finally see him, they'll find because even with this movie, like the, the villain, like the Marvel has a, a perpetual who? curse. Who's the villain? Ego? Is that the yeah, villain? Perpetual... This one we don't even know who the real villain weak, is. Uh, Marvel always has weak. Yeah, Marvel um, has villain. a perpetual curse of having the weak villain. So I'm hoping Thanos is finally the one to like. He has to be. He has to be in order for Infinity Wars to work. Mm-mm-mm. He has to be like. Better than low. All right, what? I was right, Michael. Say it again. <laughs> anyway, so you know, yeah, overall, I don't remember what happened. No, fuck y'all. You better fucking tell the people I was right. I think, I think so. The Nebula, going back to yeah. Guardians of the Galaxy. Oh, you know, overall, <laughs> <No>. <laughs> Nebula and Gamora had a great chemistry, and I Gamora has something enhancements. <laughs> Say it, Michael. Tell the people the truth. <laughs> uh, uh, Unfortunately, Jordan was right. Uh, <laughs> moving right. on. Yeah, so that's all I'm going to say. <laughs> no, wait, she I'm curious. She has cybernetic enhancements. Can we talk about DC yeah. TV now? Yeah. Fuck y'all, just because I'm right. Y'all. So that's our review <laughs> of Guardians. <laughs> yeah, so moving, moving on to DC possible, Week. <laughs> we still highly recommend this. Yo, you I definitely no, watch it. <laughs> <laughs> no respect. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, 
Sure is right. Move along. Move along. <laughs> Nothing to see so, here. Yeah, Guardians of the Galaxy. Go see it. Moving on. <laughs> yes, it was good. <laughs> it's three more than passables, right? So yeah, more yeah. than passable. Yeah. But yeah, just like Jamie said, I feel like I don't need to see it again. Though. Yeah, I mean, you, I mean, I'm still gonna buy it on Blu-ray just to I just to keep my because I have. I would all, rewatch it one more time. I wouldn't just once. I have all that. the MCU stuff from like Agent Carter, Agents of Shield, all the movies. So just to keep my collection, I'll still get it, but yeah. I wouldn't watch it again. It won't be I worth much unless I'm watching future. it with somebody who's never seen it. Yeah, it's not the magic of the first movie, but it's it's still a decent movie. Mm-hmm. At least it wasn't the drop off like the Iron Man Two was to Iron Man. Uh, you know what I mean, I mean. I no, am it definitely very biased. Was, it definitely was not Iron I Man am too. very biased, so let's not get into that, but I disagree with both of you, and you can go fuck yourself. Whoa. You mad because Iron Man 2 sucks? <laughs> yeah, right? It didn't suck. I don't know if you're about it. Didn't it didn't oh, suck. Oh, it didn't suck. It did not suck. Like, out of it all the MCU movies, suck. I barely remember Iron Man 2. It That's how much... <laughs> I don't know. I remember for Iron Man too. I want Where's my bird. Where's my bird? Yes, I want my bird. I want my bird. It did not suck. It was very traumatic. As a bird, okay? <laughs> it's a Russian bird. Can we give him Russian bird? <laughs> it was very traumatic. He was dying, and he didn't want to tell anybody about it because whatever. All right, Continue. Let's anyway, get into DC TV while on. my phone is still working. I have my notes, access to my notes. Let's go into the Flash. We'll save news for last. Uh, All right, the Flash. Everything with you is about time, isn't it? past, the present, the future. Kayla's working with Savitar. You know all of it, right? You know our strengths, you know our fears. He's my best friend. You know how much we love each other. And you know how to use that love against us. This is all history to him. I know who you are. It's about time. Uh, Savitar, what do we say? Surprise! Nah. <laughs> we talked about it and we're right. Surprise, it's very alien. Alien? It's very alien. Love. Well, he is alien to all of his emotions and his past connections. You're taking it too far now. I had to save it. No. <laughs> no. But Barry Allen, guys, we called it. Did we call mm-hmm. it? We did call mm-hmm. it. We called it. Was anybody surprised? Mm-mm. No. Even during the episode, like it was Kid Frost is like, you're more alike than you think. I'm like, yeah, we know. Word. I was I was surprised at the way he looked. Like burnt I guess burnt face. You know, mean, I didn't mind it. Burnt, Did you read Burnt face means evil, but I was but at the same time I'm like, wait, he has a healing factor. How does he Scars have a burnt face? evil, don't you see? Yeah. Scar from Lion King or But I'm like, how does he have a burnt face? He has a healing factor. And he's faster than his, his maybe younger was, self. Maybe he so, got it from uh, of, I don't know, incurable. Maybe there's a way that you can like permanently what damage. The, what, what, what's the sister. X-Men disease? The M-Pox? What does, M-Pox. He, have the, what does he have? The M-Pox? Uh, <laughs> he's got Flash AIDS, obviously. Yeah. <laughs> <Ew>. <laughs> he contracted Flash AIDS and he went back in time to kill Iris. Yeah. Flash because, scabies. Before he catches it. <laughs> yeah, before he catches it. <laughs> no, Iris but seriously, I don't, I, don't, I don't know. I'm sure they're going to go into exactly yeah, why, have, why he has to. that scar. A lot of people were theorizing that maybe because they talked about how Savitar has that suit that like it's like frictionless. He, and he, uh, they even talked about in the episode um, between uh, Tracy Brandt and HR. And I, I like her. I like her as a character. I like her too. But they talk about how his suit is literally made because he goes so fast that it fuses the speed that he, uh, while he runs. So people were theorizing that maybe he burned himself by just going so fast and that's why he wears the suit afterwards. Mm. That seems kind of weird. Even though to me. they kind of. They're kind of inconsistent with that, with that, with their own laws. Because like, even in the first, mm, even he'll run and people's close control fire. Yeah, like, even, yeah I was gonna say that. Like, <laughs> even in the first season, they said the whole point of his suit was to keep, you know, to keep, 
uh, prevent any friction in him burning mm-hmm. up. So like when he ran on one episode, he ran with Felicity. Mm-hmm. Her whole outfit caught off. That was just a reason for her to take off her shirt and be yep. a bra. The whole yep. But like he's like, dead now with other episodes and nobody's caught on fire. Yeah, <laughs> so like, they're not consistent with that. The at all. law of time and um, time traveling and speed is just very consistent in this whole show. Like even this episode. Um, are we going spoiler or spoiler free? Yeah, we're gonna get into spoilers. I mean, this okay. just real quick. The synopsis of the episode is: Guess what, guys? We finally find out who Barry Allen or who Savitar is. It's Barry Allen. Yeah. from the future. No details yet about how that is, but that's the reveal at the end. But the whole episode is basically a spoof of Terminator. They even go as far as to say that in the episode itself, where Killer Frost is not a T-1000 and Savitar is like uh, Skynet. <laughs> and they're trying to kill Tracy Brandt, who creates the prison for Savitar four years after Iris dies. And they're trying to get her to create it sooner so they can prevent Iris's death. But the thing I'm wondering, obviously they're going to have to get into it, is this, I'm wondering if this is like the future Barry... Or a different the, dimension, or a different, Barry. or alternate Earth Barry. Oh, we'll so, it has to be this I'm thinking, so I'm thinking, is the Barry, the Barry that he saw in the last episode, the, is that his future? Let me tell you my my theory. I thought it might be a different world, but from what the evidence they've shown us, even though in the little bit we've heard of this this evil Savitar Barry, he doesn't sound older than the 2024 Barry. 2024 Barry actually had like a deeper voice. Mm-hmm. Granted, it might just be the lines he read in this episode, but my guess is that this is a Barry later than that 2024 timeline in that because future our, our present Barry put the team back together in the future, if that team was never put it back together and Barry was left to his own devices and like that future Barry would have become Savitar. ended up becoming isolated and alone and angry, eventually that Barry would become Savitar. But by going to the future and like meddling in the affairs of that future Barry's timeline, now he'll never become Savitar. But had he done that, no. Here's the thing: so if our present um, Barry went to the future, his future, Mm -hmm. and fixed the whole team, and then now the team's working together, Mm -hmm. then shouldn't the Savitar be gone? Because he basically you would think so, but maybe it's the same kind of rules with Reverse Flash, where it's like now he's out of time. Oh, Savitar is Mm -hmm. now. Because if anything, like I still have my theory of like how like how this isn't gonna end, and I still think the Savitar is from this timeline is Barry in the future, and like I think we talked about it um behind the scene pictures of like the funeral scenes, mm-hmm. everybody there except for Barry. Yeah, probably Barry's gonna be quote unquote dead because he's gonna be the one who's gonna go into the Speed Force. Okay. To prevent Savitar. Well, I know. Uh, or to to take him with him. The executive mm-hmm. producer Andrew Kreisberg said said that they're going to uh, go into... Because uh, I don't know if you guys remember the episode Legends Tomorrow where Future Barry from like 2056... Warning. Yeah, left a message don't like, trust don't me. trust yeah, me. don't trust me. They're going to bring that all back to Savitar. Oh, okay. Yeah. Good. Okay. But that's even weirder because that... Because he says, he's like, yes, the message left by Future Barry cautioning Rip Hunter against trusting anyone in the future, including himself, does tie into the reveal that mm. Savitar is Future Barry Allen. In fact... That particular Aha, point will be addressed right. very soon. Good. Someone does point out that suddenly that message makes a lot more sense. I was actually hoping, but see, that's what. But it, it can't be the same Barry because that Barry was old. It was twenty fifty. Yeah. yeah. See, I, I was hoping Savitar uh, when he opened up the suit it was gonna be an old Barry, like kind of like twenty, like like a twenty forty nine Arrow, mm. how he was like much older, like gray haired mm. and like you know elderly. I thought it was gonna be that old of a berry well like i said maybe it's possible that he doesn't age yeah he might might not age really you think so 
Regenerate. Yeah, speed force. Speed force. See, why was his voice so deep in that message then? His voice was like... He had a voice modulator. He sounded different. He had a modulator. He sounded like 24... He has to sound different. But that's the thing. He sounded like 24.9 Oliver. He sounded deeper. But remember, like, oh, he hasn't, voice he hasn't, changes. He hasn't discovered the, the future. I don't know. <laughs> I think voice can be the factor of whether he's older or not. It's like, even if it got deeper, so what? Mm. It still could be the fact that he's older, but he's just, his face doesn't change. Maybe. I don't know. It's a lot of questions. I mean, like, like I said, it could have even just been lines that he read in this episode. Where in the next episode, he might sound deeper. You never know. Who knows? We're, we're doing a lot of guesswork right now. <laughs> But, I mean, how do you guys feel about the reveal? How do you guys feel about the reveal overall? In terms, especially in terms of, like, past reveals, Reverse Flash and Zoom. I honestly prefer this one over uh, Reverse Flash because that wasn't really a reveal. Mm-hmm. And especially over Zoom, which yeah. is, like, borderline nonsensical. Like, this was better reveal, but I guess it was even more disappointing just because I knew where it yeah, was coming. I knew, I was like, I was just waiting for it. Had I not known that it would have been better, but I knew. Like, it was just so obvious. Yeah. But, was it good? It was good. And, you know, like... Although the speech know, was great. Oh, the speech was I, good. I perfect vision like, that, you know that, that speech. You know our fears. Yeah. Not just because you were, you know the future, because you were there. there. Because when you, you remembered them. Mm-hmm. When you were me. Like, just like the, the impact of like every single revelation. I was like, oh, he, he's going to be married. <laughs> you. Yeah, it was a very, like, the way they knocked those dominoes down was very satisfying for me. But and I honestly, I think... A, a good mystery is one that the audience can solve. To be honest, like, like Zoom was so nonsensical that no one could guess that just because it was like, what time remnants? Some yeah. bullshit thing you made yeah. up? I what? Still don't, I'm not still don't feel those time remnants. No, it's yeah, stupid. I, even then, I like I'm just like. Eh. It was a plot device. Yeah. yeah. But like this, there was clues. There was a thematic reason for it. Like it was like, yeah, it might have been predictable, quote unquote. Especially since in the comic books, there's even a storyline like this with the future Barry Allen. Mm-hmm. But like, still, I think a good mystery is one that the audience can also solve themselves. Mm-hmm. And like, I think they set it up really well. Where they never really gave it away until the last moment. I think it was a good, really good mystery. Mm-hmm. Agreed. I agree. Agreed. Agreed. Yes, another win for Jordan. <laughs> I just realized oh, this is this, has, this means a lot because I don't like Flash. I normally don't like Flash. I still don't like. Barry. Yeah, how do you feel about the? Episode? I don't like Barry as a character. I still don't like him as a character because, like I said, that archetype of character always like irks me. I I, I mean I get what you at least this season I'm I'm not really feeling because everything like you said everything that's happening is because of him. Yeah. Mm. He, Everything and you this can't all say like, oh this no, whole season is because trying. of him. But he's isn't that life, good. guys? No, it's no. not, Jordan. No, it's not life. No, it's not. Fucking up shit. <laughs> Do better. Do better. Oh shit. Get better. Because it's like, but his arc is this interesting to me. Like in the first first like, season, he had times, darkness, but he found light. He has to learn the lesson of you're not a god. Don't go to you know. Don't go back in time. He learned that lesson like what is it? The second season where he was about to stop his you know stop. Uh, no, that was the end of the first season. Oh. That was the very poignant end of the first season. Mm-hmm. That's why we did two. It was That's like, even what right. the yeah, fuck, Barry? Two later, it's just like, fuck all that. No, it was literally one season later. <laughs> it was Wasn't one it finale your later. Meme, Jordan? It's like, I'm gonna put my dick in it. Don't do it. I'm gonna put my dick no, in it. No, that wasn't mine, but oh, it it's wasn't hilarious. Yours. <laughs> and it still applies, and I'm sick of it. But overall, you know, like, if you I think like, he's don't been, like the character. I will defend Barry then. Of I course think, you will, because you are like him. Oh my God. I think in this season, he's been learning his lessons. and But unfortunately, 
Yes, ever since the yeah, end of season two. Learning, I think he's learning now because he's become a teacher. It's about damn like yeah. time. Now he's even just Wally. Let's let's move on to some other topics. Let's talk about Joe. And Joe, this Joe fucked up. Joe went full Barry Joe this episode. Yeah, he fucked up. He did. We should. He pissed me. He pissed me off. Yo, really hard. Where's that coming from? Let's break up because I I just don't think if you're in my life. If you're not normal, yeah. I don't want it. Like I what? Like, what it's like f- I was like, what the f- Joe? Come on now. Yeah, it's like, he, and then Barry had to teach, Barry like, give him the lessons lesson. that he would Barry. usually give Barry. And I was like, all right, well, Barry seems smarter, but only because now Joe's retarded. Like, what happened? Like, what happened, Joe? I did not like that that yeah, whole setup. I wasn't expecting that. I wasn't expecting it because that's that's the breakup. Yeah, that was like so unlike his character. Yeah, Mm-mm. it was like a jump the shark moment to me. Yeah. And I was just like, even after Barry talked to him, it was like, yeah, exactly. He was like, what? I'm good. Like, tell her, tell her my secret. Like, I'm good with it. Like, yeah, you have my blessing. Go ahead. And then he's like, Yeah, yeah. I don't think we should be together. See yeah. what happened was, <laughs> I want things to be normal, even though every day is normal. <laughs> it's like, what are you doing? You know, both my kids are superheroes. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. That that was a really weak plot Mm-mm. plot point to me. But I, I glad they glad they rebounded it by the end. He basically turned it to bringing it back to what was that guy? The bring of the Buffy, Buffy and Angel, bringing it back to Buffy. <laughs> he became Angelus in that moment. Oh uh, shit! Well, she said, "I love uh, you," and now he's like, "Nah, I don't think I want to be with you no more." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what is it with he the guy? Became an evil know? vampire. Mm-mm. And this is kind of like the, the <laughs> this is kind of like the hookup episode where everybody got like like the the, the, the hookup. Tracy Brant in HR, Joe West and Cecile. Wally and Jesse. Well, yeah. That was off screen, yeah, but that even that. Screen. I mean, you talk about you liking Tracy Brant, though. She's like the new character. Um, how do you feel? Like, how'd you feel about her? I, mean, I, I like her quirkiness. Yeah, I like her. I like, and her I like how her, her, her interplay with HR. It makes yeah, I like, HR I like. I like, their, I like their chemistry. Yeah, they have a kid. HR has a kindred spirit. Somebody who's also quirky and doesn't, mm-hmm. doesn't get taken seriously, even though she's got like. I'm just afraid of like, she's going to take. The essence of HR, like, because she's so similar to HR that it's like overlap of the character. I know? think HR is not gonna live this, this season, to be mm-hmm. honest with you. Yeah, I have a feeling because it's like every season, Tom Cavanaugh plays somebody different. Yeah, so I'm thinking he's gonna be a different he's version of Harrison Wells. <laughs> I feel like Harry's gonna come back by the end of the season, probably, or by uh, season four or something. Maybe. I don't know, he doesn't feel long for this world to me. <laughs> Um, is there anything else you want to talk about from Flash? I mean, the biggest thing was just that revelation. A lot of Killer Frost stuff in this episode. I like how she was doing the Iceman slides and all that shit. Yeah, I don't get it. No, no. You know what, actually, about that? I have something to say. What? I'm sorry. If you're fast enough <laughs> to, like, to be, I don't get it. So Everyone okay, has an no, ability that can outrun the Flash or outpace the it's Flash. It's not even that. Because, okay, so Kaylin throws her ice beam, right? Mm-hmm. Barry's fast. But if you're running that fast, why don't you push people away Instead of getting in the way of the ice beam, why you keep doing it? He literally did it twice or three times in the episode. Like, why don't you just take people and just move aside? Mm. Why don't you do that? You really about to get into the, the logistics thinking, of, like, how the flash so speed stupid. works? It's so stupid. That's another no. How about you get mad at how the fact, like, sometimes she has, like, daggers, like, ice, and other times and just push. And that's push ice. And that's I push you. You just brought... And <laughs> that annoys me. And... Like, this cat hair is, like, making me cry. Oh, sorry. Uh, yeah. Everybody's dying. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, but the thing that annoys me, and they do this with Legends of Tomorrow with Heat Wave and Captain Cold and the same thing with Killer Frost. 
I don't understand how having ice powers or even heat powers gives you telekinesis. Yeah. Like it's like a force blast. Yeah, when like heat waves blast people with the gun, they get they get pushed back into the wall. Nobody's ever burned. Nobody's ever burned. Or same thing with like Cisco. Like he blasted Cisco. Ice blast. Ice blast, but he's not like like, there's no ice on him. He's not cold. It's not like, oh I'm shivering. It's just, oh, I got pushed into the wall. And it's like what the is she Jean Grey all of a sudden? Like I'm, I'm very confused. They do the same. They do the same thing with Captain Cold. Yeah. Like in Legends of Tomorrow, he'll so blast people. Yeah. I don't see any ice anywhere. No. Nope. They just they just yeah. fall on the ground. It's Ugh. almost like a really strong hose. Like you know what I mean? Like a firefighter hose. I'm like, um, you know, it's a cold gun, right? Yeah. Should somebody be encased in ice or something. Sometimes it's plucking me in. Sometimes it's just effects. <laughs> Budget. Yeah, I guess it's uh, it's mostly plucking me in. Cause like otherwise she every blast she kills somebody, like you can't get hit with sub zero temperatures and be like I'm good. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's like I'm fine. It's like no, you be fucking. Oh, I can't feel my insides. <laughs> I don't know. That's like that's also a big like meh with me. But here's my thing. How how did Future Barry never understand who Savitar was? Especially with Killer Frost constantly dropping the massive hints, like like I said before with. Oh, you're you're so much more alike than you realize, or or I'll never tell. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? It's like Future very dumb. At some point, I'll be like, "Is it me? Why are you talking like that? <laughs> Why are you dropping all these coy hints?" Yes, he doesn't want to know. I guess. Mm, actually, that makes more sense. Because it feels like Savitar is a loop. Because like, yeah, remember I, how he would yeah, say things like. I feature you, Because at this point, not even just I'm feature like, you, but things he would say like um. I, uh, you made me Barry. Even like that was actually because of some of the lines in like the revelation that yeah, Barry yeah, was yeah. having. Like you made me Barry. It's like I made you, and he says I no, made I myself. Made so it, like, that to me reads like that the Savitar that we see had a Savitar in his timeline that killed his Iris, and because of that, once he eventually discovered who Savitar was, he realized what he had to do to keep the cycle going. Why and would he keep that going? Maybe he was driven mad by the Prometheus Stone somehow. Maybe something. Maybe like I don't know. Maybe somewhere in the future timeline, he finds Prometheus Stone that drives him mad, and that's when he realizes I'm Savitar, and that's when he goes back to do the thing that the Savitar in his timeline would always do. So it comes this loop, and now our present Barry is the first one to actually break that loop. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I guess. But why? He, why would he say like you made me, and then I made myself? I guess we'll find out. Yeah. All right, calling it. Because then it, put a pin in it. <laughs> I, I don't you know. know. I okay, we'll see. Because I don't think it back to the beginning of the season, like, where he brought back all the people from Flashpoint. Like, I don't know. Like, because uh, because now I'm thinking to myself, like, what was the point of all that? Now that we know what we know now. Oh I still, yeah. I still kind of don't like. What uh, was the point of all like? Cause he did. Cause he, cause I, now, you didn't know you could Because now we it, right? know Barry. Barry's the one that made Wally. Mm-hmm. Barry's the one that made uh, what's his name? Alchemy, Doctor. Mm-hmm. Al- it's like now mm-hmm. that we know it's Barry. Like, what was the point of all that? <laughs> no, they explain it with, which is really like cheap, but they could just by saying the other Savitar did it, oh, so I did it too. No, you know what I mean? Like it's just a That's loop. Stupid. So you just keep going with the loop. It's like, well, he did it. I'm doing it. How does it start? Doesn't matter. <laughs> well, like, what was the other girl? Magenta. Yeah. Yeah. Your pop. Like, what was the point of all that? I don't know. Whatever. Just distractions. 
just little ways to ship at the team. We're thinking too deep about it. All right, moving on. This is why I don't like this show. All right. That's all all we got to talk about from now, right? For Flash, we go over everything. All right, let's move on to Arrow. Yay! Yeah. It felt like an explosion, but there was minimal damage. It was an EMP. How do you know? Because the spinal implant that helps me walk isn't working. I can't feel my legs. We're trapped. All right, let's talk about how they brought Elicity back and how it feels so good. At least for me. I know you didn't watch you only watched it for 15 minutes, right? So y'all only saw 15 minutes and I came to the movie. Why? Because I had to come to the movies. Jesus. Damn. Any words? You got so upset. I am upset. Wait, Jamie, are you are were you original Elicity fan? You were. They were so cute together. What killed it for you? Was it also season three? Like everybody else? It was really dragging. It was a little bit annoying. I mean, I knew where she was coming from. Like, you think about it. And that, if that happened in real life. What? The William thing? The, the William, William thing happened in the real life. I don't just, I, I understand that. It's just, it's on the TV show. It's, you're killing the episode. You're kind of like being the downer of it. It was the plot. It wasn't even that revelation. Was that it, the, it, it, was, it was the plot. It was, it was the plot, plot right? of season three. And how it made Felicity mostly like whiny and cryy. Whiny little bitch, yeah. Yeah, and because it puts so much emphasis on their relationship, mm-hmm. it that's what made it annoying. But if they they wrote it badly, basically, mm-hmm. because before season three, I was they were on board with Felicity. Yeah, Michael, how do you feel about Felicity? You roll your eyes, looks like. So I feel like you're not. I mean, I love Felicity, man. Felicity. He did I not have better chemistry with anyone I else. Felicity. To a certain extent. Sarah, maybe. <laughs> Sarah? Maybe. I said maybe. No. Maybe. My thing is, it's not that I dislike Elicity, because, yeah, they have, out of, out of all his love interests, interests, what the hell interests? is Interests? <laughs> interests. Out of all his love interests, <laughs> they have had the best chemistry. But the thing is, the thing I dislike the most about Elicity, I feel like they pushed Elicity so hard that yep. it got in the way. Mm-hmm. Plot? of yeah. the show yeah yep that became bad like, writing yeah that became like the overarching narrative that they wanted to push over the fact that it was a green arrow show mm-hmm. and so like a kid like that's the only thing that with the show or with the elicity plot that killed it for me mm-hmm. you need to watch this episode they do it well with um really iris and, and barry they don't make their relationship other than like the the plot device it needs to be for the savitar mm-hmm. stuff their relationship every episode is yeah, not like the focus. Yeah, for the most like, the part, focus. the Iris, I mean, there was a, with, without, with the exception of a few hiccups here and there, yeah. the Iris and Barry relationship has been handled pu- perfectly. Yeah. Even Agreed. I kind of miss Patty. I miss, I like, oh, Patty had Patty. a fatty. <laughs> I like Patty's ass. Oh. What? <laughs> just me? <laughs> I like, I like Patty Spivet. It was just so good. Like, um. Well, so the synopsis for this episode, wait, what do you rate Flash? Oh. Perfect. I I give it a perfect. Perfect. Yeah. Oh, so I enjoyed it a lot. All right. But for Arrow, uh, basically at the end of the last episode, it chases Adrian Prometheus's EMP. EMP goes off. Right, Prometheus. Is that his name right? Not crazy. Yeah, Prometheus. Prometheus EMP goes off in the uh the Arrow Cave, trapping Felicity and Oliver Queen mm-hmm. in said cave, mm-hmm. while the rest of the team Arrow tries to get them out. Mm-hmm. And the rest of the episode is basically it's basically like a. Like a reverse heist with them trying to get yeah. out while they try to get in. <laughs> mm-hmm. 
But in that, of course, the relationship dynamic between Oliver and Felicity comes back. I'm sorry. <laughs> it's okay. <coughs> we can cut this out. Don't worry about it. <coughs> Jamie has SARS. <laughs> <laughs> I'm putting that in there. <laughs> I might put that at the end for the. Uh... Yeah. At the very end. Yeah. <laughs> because if people find out about patient zero, they have to know that it was you. <laughs> I'm not. I only got Jordan to document. It's only Jordan. All of this SARS. <laughs> Next time you see Jamie, she's gonna have one of those like those like Asian masks, like the like the flu mask. I, I, I'm thinking about getting those. Jamie has the inbox. <laughs> okay, no, I think I'm back. I Good. Think. <coughs> I think I'm back. Take time. <laughs> Her whole thing like, was like she's gonna drink. <laughs> so like drinking would prevent this. Are you good? <laughs> I think I'm good now. Okay. Okay. Um, but um, the whole episode, you know, as um, Felicity and um, Oliver are locked down, um, they get to talk. You know, they get to talk about mm-hmm. what they talked about in the previous episode about how Felicity mentioned that Oliver didn't trust her. Mm-hmm. So the whole episode is basically based around trust. And Michael, I don't know, you only got 15 minutes in, but did you realize that the flashbacks were actually flashbacks to right after the end of season four? four yeah uh yeah well th- the part that i got to they would they just showed the first flashback 11 months mm-hmm. yeah and uh i don't remember what they were talking about the kevlar he was talking about getting the <laughs> long sleeves <laughs> they finally like explained why he switched back to having long sleeves yeah. rather than the short sleeves yeah, way less practical <laughs> yeah the part that i left off where uh felicity was like you keep avoiding the subject about why you don't trust me Mm. Okay. And that was that was that was where I left. Mm. Spoilers. It's not that Oliver Queen does not trust Felicity. In fact, he says that he would always trust Felicity, yes. which made me choke up. I was like, oh, oh. He has better chemistry with with her, Felicity Smoke. I forgot her actress's name, but he has better chemistry with her than Emily, I would think Emily anyone. Emily Beck. Better than anybody else, but especially better than the new replacement Black Canary, who is just like. She's just filler. Like she's feeling such filler at this point. <laughs> she's just I there. Like her, I like her better than Laurel, though. Oh fuck yes! But I mean, it's Laurel, man. That bar is so low. <laughs> that bar is like almost on the floor, though. Which kind of makes me go because you know she's becoming a, a series regular for next season. Mm-hmm. Why? Oh, Laurel, Black Siren, Black Siren. Like why, why bother, right? Why? Like why bother? 
Why double? But no, you don't. You, you have this have, other you black canary. You have the other black canary. You made a character to fill that slot. Why double back on it? You know what exactly. I mean? Exactly. If you want to keep, well, if you want to keep Kate Cassidy, like it's like they're trying to have the cake you need it too. Yeah. Not as a regular, especially. Yeah. Well, no, she's coming back. She's coming back as a series. She's coming back as a series regular. Why wouldn't Elicity happen? I don't even know. Look, I don't even know what Elicity's gonna happen after this episode, but they lay the foundation for Elicity to come back so heavy, and I am for it. If they bring back the level of writing from seasons one and two for Elicity, then they can do it. Because honestly, at this point, especially with like, there's not really any other characters in uh, Arrow or Oliver Queen's life that I would say is a good match for him other than Felicity. That's something Michael did not get to. Later in the episode, uh, which is done really well because they do it in a mirror between the flashbacks where Elicity, Elicity, where Oliver and Felicity get drunk and the present day where at one point um, Oliver gets stabbed in the, like, in the side from falling down a shaft, which is funny because Felicity warns him not to, yeah. but it's anyway like a yeah, true, I, I like a true that, boyfriend. I saw, yeah. I saw that part. So by the end of the episode, he starts bleeding out. So while he's drunk in the flashbacks because he's bleeding out in the present, it's the same kind of and methane gas. It's the same kind of effect where he's kind of drunken, and he confesses the felicity about what happened between him and Adrian Chase during the time he was being tortured, which you know, as you know, he confessed that he enjoyed killing. So he tells uh, Felicity that it's not that he doesn't trust her; it's that he doesn't trust himself, and that's like a big revelation moment between the two of them. As to and she understands a little bit more as to why he doesn't seem like he trusts her. And won't back her plays even when they they seem wrong or morally ambiguous, like in the recent events with the uh, the hacker that she's been working with. Oh yeah, yeah why do you hate him? Why do you hate Mr. Stewart, man? I already went into this in other episodes. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, right. <laughs> a long rant. Well, for this, I was Mr. Terrific, okay? Because when he was hooking up uh, Felicity so and Oliver, you sucked. <laughs> No. Ow. <laughs> <laughs> he was a good teammate. Yeah, I mean, maybe for this episode he served the purpose, but just his character overall. No, you're right. <laughs> sucks. Mm. I mean, really, we're just we're, we just like him because he was the like Elicity shipper. Yeah. Of the episode. Yeah, he was. I me. didn't finish this episode, so I can't comment. So I don't he know. was me. I would like to hear your opinions on it. I mean, he wasn't like a big part of it. Not really. No. Well, he. When is he ever? I he's mean, not a big part of anything. Yeah. He's like the, he's the Felicity stand-in. Even this episode, he was like figuring out how to break into the the Arrow Cave. Yeah, like even the last stand. episode with Felicity was doing with uh, Helix. Mm-hmm. They had him stand in and be the computer person. And she's he's literally Felicity's exact personality, just in male black form. <laughs> yeah, exactly that. Even like his bumbling like quirkiness. Is yeah, like it's pointless. Socially awkwardness of nerds. Mm-hmm. Like they need to bring Rory back and make them. Have a love interest. <laughs> I ship, I ship, I ship, Mister Terrific and Rory and Ragman. Yeah, really? Ragman, I do. Not Heat Wave, Ragman. They're both named Rory. Yeah. No, I knew it wasn't Rory. Oh, okay. Rory. <laughs> Obviously, hello. Oh, I'm Rory. <laughs> I, sh- I ship them. <laughs> huh? I can kind of see it now. Okay. But in terms of the episode, let me see if I have any other notes on it. It was so well done because, um, you know, overall it talks about... Yeah, I would give this episode a perfect. Perfect, If right? I would rate perfect. it, yeah. So perfect. I really... And especially for an episode where it didn't have any, like, real action set pieces because it was all just 
them trapped. Character development. It was all the interplay between Oliver and Felicity. It was like, and it was relationships. So it was mm-hmm. between Oliver and Felicity. It was. Um, oh yeah, I'm um, Diggle. Uh, Diggle and his wife. What was her name? Lila. Lila. Lila, thank you. Oh, because that was like, nice like the, too. Yeah, because like in the last episode, they still have the trust issues going on between because the trust. Cadmus is doing all this low key shady stuff, and Diggle doesn't agree with it. And then Lila made a very good very point. Good it point. was like. You would back Oliver's plays no matter what, no matter how shady or like morally ambiguous they are, but you won't back mine. I'm your and wife. My, I, yeah, I'm your wife. And he was like, no, I didn't think about it like that. <laughs> like, he admits it like that. He's like, yeah. I guess I never saw it that way. Like, He's like, yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, good point. He rides for your, his boyfriend more than his wife. You got me there. Yeah. So like everybody's coming back together. Yeah. You know? It's kind of nice to see that. I know it's just the the and the fact that this was the first time Oliver's told anybody about the confession mm-hmm. he had with uh, Adrian, and like Felicity said, the things that he needed to hear, like you know, you know, you are like you think that you're not a hero could do these things with like the, the possibility of these like ulterior motives, but it's like you know you were in a torture for a week. Anybody would say anything mm-hmm. in those conditions, and he's just like, no, it's not it. Like I actually do feel this way, but she's like. You don't think you're a good person, but you went through five years of hell. Yeah. And you you still came out the other side doing good. Like, if that doesn't show you who you are, I don't know what will. And that's another good point. It was mm-hmm, like, mm-hmm. that's true. And also, even at it the was end. Anyone, it turned Slade pure evil. Yeah. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Like, I mean, if, I think, if she says, she's like, you know what? If you don't know who you are, then maybe it's time for you to figure that out. Like, it's, it's a very healthy way of communication. Mm-hmm. And I think that's good because overall, for someone who had any kind of traumatic experience, at first they need some time to, you know, calm down and trying to, like, um, collect your thoughts in yourself. And then later on is to gather the courage to talk about it with someone else or to someone else to mm-hmm. confine in. And that's why he did And that's, like, his first step toward healing, I suppose. And no one knows him better at this point than Felicity. Felicity. And, like, that... that it, this episode drove that point home in a way that I haven't really felt since seasons one and two. Mm-hmm. That's why I'm just like, oh my god, I want to see me yeah, yeah. again. No one can break well, Oliver because, down like Felicity can. Also, because the other people that would know him are dead, or, or running out or through running time, out, yeah. like Sarah, yeah. or uh, but even Sarah, like I felt like, like Sarah, Thea, Thea, she's off somewhere because <laughs> yeah, but you know, Thea's sister. <laughs> but like, even Sarah, I felt like really. understood him more in that one dimension of like being a warrior. Mm-hmm. But like Felicity understands like almost all sides of the him. conflict, the warrior side, mm-hmm. the insecure side, a scared side. Yeah, all yeah, of that. and brings out the even somehow more so than Sarah who knew him then, but is able to bring out that that optimistic and like playful Oliver mm-hmm. from the past. She does that better than anybody. I love that. It's sweet. <laughs> and the scene, like she teaches him, you don't see the flashback, but she teaches him, or uh, he teaches her how to do the salmon ladder. Oh, it was so cute. Yeah, she, adorable. <laughs> you know, it's, it's chin up with a little bit of what? Oh, it's a flourish. flourish. So I'm, I'm going to try that at the gym. Like now I know how to do the salmon ladder. <laughs> chin up. Everybody can do chin up, right? And then at the end, do chin up and a flourish. I can't do chin up, so. No upper body strength. <laughs> no. But lower body, though. Mm, I can't. Not useful for a <laughs> It's not. You know how you know where it's useful at? Kicking your ass. Boom. Mm. <laughs> how dare you? <laughs> <laughs> on my side. There we go. 
<laughs> One month for me now. Assholes. <laughs> All right, but yeah, man, I recommend the episode. It's really Absolutely. good. Yeah, I mean, we'll I'm watch not, it. I'm not, not going to watch it. Yeah, yeah, we'll watch it. All right, let's I'll move on. To... All right, yeah, let's get out of here. Let's let's wrap up with Supergirl. Mm. Oh, do you, you have news? How much news you got? Mm. Well, yeah, I, yeah, that was last. We're going to do that last, right? Yeah, okay. Let's wrap up with Supergirl and the news and let's call it a day. I watched it. Supergirl? Yeah. Did you, you watch think? it? Mm. I don't like it. You didn't wow. like it? Uh, ha, 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 ha. Oh. Oh, I suck. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm, I, I like feel the I li- look, man. I, it hurts me that I've become the heel. Let's talk about Supergirl. Hello, Supergirl. Walk into prison and break my father out within the next 36 hours, or your sister will die. I spent a whole year planning this. You think I didn't prepare for you? You cannot let yourself be blackmailed. Supergirl is bigger than me. <laughs> Alright, it hurts me <laughs> I've become the heel of Supergirl, man I used to be Go back and listen to these podcasts I used to be the main, like was Champion of Supergirl Like, yeah You should watch Supergirl Yeah, Supergirl's good Sometimes And then it's just It's Sometimes. inconsistent So in this episode It's a lot of focus on Alex more so focused on the relationship have, between I'm Alex have, and... I'm going to I'm gonna have to do it. You become, you become Arsenio when it comes to Supergirl. No! <laughs> it's I had, just... I had to do it. Uh, it's just that... I don't know, man. It's it's just that it's too insistent for me. That's really what it comes down to. Because I don't even like... Look, the focus in this episode was more so on... Not even Alex, but the relationship between Alex and her girlfriend, Maggie. And I was a big proponent of the Maggie-Alex relationship when it first happened. But like, as it's gone on, I'm just not a big fan of Maggie as a character. So like, I, it's hard for me to dial into episodes, especially what, like this. What don't you like about Maggie? I don't, it's just a, something about it. It's just that I don't, just, I don't know her personality. It's hard to put my finger Nothing on it. Nothing stands out about yeah, her. Yeah, I don't know. It's hard. Yeah, I can see that. She's one of very typical, like, Asian slash... That's what she is, right? Is it like Asian agent or agent? Oh, agent. agent. Oh, agent. Yeah, okay. Yeah. So I mean, I she's, a, she's a police officer. Yeah, and that's all she is. And this whole episode was about, like, difficult. police work versus vigilanteism. And, like, what the... And maybe by the end of our conflict, we'll understand each other a little better. Like, you know what I mean? Like, it's one of those things. I was like, I can see right through it. I don't know. Well, I mean, I kind of like that this episode taught Kara a lesson in that you can't punch your way out of everything. Sometimes. Did she already know that? Haven't we learned that lesson a million other times that she can't yeah, do that? Yeah, but you can say the same thing about you can say the same thing about Arrow. Like how many times is Fuck, Oliver Don't do happened? that. Don't do it because I, I was going to say like, man, I feel like I give Flash and Arrow more passes. Yeah, like how many times <laughs> does Barry have to learn the same lesson? How many times does Oliver have to learn that you can get your light? Like you're not that darkness yeah. and then every Look, season is like you right. You right. Yourself. I didn't like this episode because the villain was whack. Okay, I agree with the villain being whack, but also I think it was kind of cool that the villain it was. It felt kind of Belko experiment to me. This really, it felt more like um, PBS with like you don't Jesse Eisenberg. You have searched such amount of time to do this, or we will. It didn't feel like Don Justice to you. It felt like Les Luthor, and especially that scene where they had the conversation. But I and, like, this, I like and this guy better than Jesse. It Eisenberg. felt like if, if oh, <laughs> shots fired to that one reviewer who liked it. Yeah, what was his name? I feel bad for him. Oh, I'm sorry. He turns us off at this point. Yeah, he's like, yep. fuck y'all. I, I reviewed you when you still in show in VBS. You found a way. <laughs> it did seem like it, though. It was like, I have your sister and or Martha. Like, that's what it feels like. 
I have no powers, but I've outsmarted you. What you can do about it? I can't hurt you, but I'll threaten like I will no, each time. Okay, it's just that, okay, they met what, like in grade school or like junior high, right? Oh my God, that was the weakest shit. It was junior where high, one where incident he's going rah, and rah, you remembered shit, like, it. And then way, way, way later, you hear that the same girl somehow moved to Central City. And then, oh my God, Supergirl, what kind of fucking coincidence is that? It's just so Though I like, I like that flashback. I feel like it made, cool. it oh, made yeah. sense, though. Because, I mean, if you think about this, the situation, like, he literally saw this girl stand in the middle of an explosion and nothing happened to her. And then all of a sudden you hear about this super alien chick. Like, you wouldn't put two and two together? Who would I agree put with two you. and two together and go this far of, like, finding this person blackmailing this person, stalking this person, and trying to use it against the I person. I mean, it's just coincidental that the person that is a sociopath. He, he's a psycho. It's just coincidental that the person that saw that also had a father who was in jail that he needed to get out and leverage it and all this other shit. Get out of here. Well, that happened way later. I understand like, that. It was just uh, interesting uh, that it was like, oh, well. Fuck you. <laughs> fuck you. <laughs> I like this episode. <laughs> I don't know, man. You sideline some of my favorite characters, like fucking um, what's his name? The boyfriend. When? Not when. Uh, Mono. Mono. has been getting sidelined a lot. Like he still doesn't have a costume. Why does he have a costume? Win has been working on this costume since like five episodes ago. <laughs> yeah, that's a good point. I remember that episode. Like, and even when was it in this episode? Really? I mean, kind of. Not really. Yeah. But, in a way, I'm kind of glad because if he was more in this episode, they'd have brought his girlfriend. And, uh, <laughs> I don't like her. I want her to die. But see, like on, on the average, slow, though, painful death. Wow, there's a lot of like side characters in the storylines that I'm just not interested in in Supergirl. That's and the problem. Like, like, yeah, they like, need, and they need to figure out. They really need to figure out something to do with uh, James. Where is he? He went from being a series regular every episode. Now he's like there every so often. Like oh, wait, he's still in the show? They yeah. Really, oh, really, I didn't really, know. They didn't go to Catco. They really need to figure out something to do with him. They took away his one purpose. Yeah. I'm going to move to Star City. Like, yeah, <laughs> then they make him a superhero, and they still don't do anything with that. It's because he's a, he's a vigilante in a world of Supergirl. Like you can't you can't be a Guardian. Batman without being Batman next to a Superman character. You know what I mean? You gotta You, you can't do it. Especially when you're Jimmy Olsen. Like, you know, like, I don't know. James. James, whatever. Oh, Jimmy. But I did like the um the Superman one reference in this where she's, I forgot who she's talking to, but she's just like, I can't go back in time. I can't fly around the world yeah, go back in time. Around. Yeah. Like, that was cool. I mean, like, little stuff like that. I still I have a, a lot of fun Superman with the Supergirl. Two? Superman 1. 1. That was the end of 1. It was? Yeah. Whatever. Yeah, yeah. Two is with Zod. That's when he fights Zod. Okay. Yeah, yeah. One is where Lois dies. He's like, ah! Here versus Tide. And like, Superman's not back yet. I know he's going to come back for a season finale. Yeah. Who's going to come back? Yeah, I need him. I'm like... Right now. I'm trying to figure out why... I I don't know. The show's not doing for me as much anymore. It's like, I don't know. Maybe because like Cat Grant's gone. Like, she was like one of my favorite parts of season one. Yeah, a lot of the things that... May, like, that made season one enjoyable are they, like even Maxwell Lord like they didn't even where's mention, he at they didn't even mention they don't even mention him what the fuck like he was a cool Lex Luthor stand in yeah, and like, like I don't he know. was a great like I, I, I liked where they were going with his character like yeah 
But now this Lena Luthor thing, I mean, that's Ooh, kinda what's going on? I like Lena though. I who's like, who's the, I, I like? All right, I, I like the action. I like Katie McGrath because I'm I, I've seen her in Merlin. Who's the woman? Oh, that's Which, um the Kara's boyfriend's mom. That's yeah, that's uh, Monel's mother, Terry. Oh, Hatcher, really? Terry Hatcher. Oh. And she kills her husband. Remember? I don't remember that. When oh. was that? It was like two episodes ago. Last episode? Yeah. I didn't see that. What you didn't see two episodes ago? You only just watched this episode? Man, I've been, <laughs> look. And you know what sucks? Because now I feel like one of those like casual like superhero like genre watchers where it's like you, you pop in for an episode. It's like, what yeah. the fuck's going on? It's stupid. Yeah, <laughs> like, you know what I mean? That's Monel's mother. Yeah. She doesn't like, she basically came back, her and her husband, played by Kevin Sorbo. They came back to bring Monel back. He didn't want to go back because he fell in love with Kara. Mm. They don't like Kara. But then uh, Kevin Sorbo's character, the father, he was like, just let him be. Mm-hmm. Like, and she was like, how dare you? She killed Hercules? Yeah, she yeah. killed him. But she's like, how dare you take his side? You're not the man I fell in love. Killed. Now she's basically. They killed Hercules? She's psycho. That's ridiculous. How dare she you kill her? She killed her husband over it. How dare you kill Hercules? That That's, that's point blank period right there. So now she's the. I guess the main villain. I don't know. Just the strength of this episode, which yeah. is being on the the human character that's like Lex Luthor or like the guy from Civil War, but not. You know what I mean? And then like that whole dynamic was just it's just dragged for me. It didn't do it for me. And then especially with a lot of like the the emotional like tear would be tear drinking moments of like Maggie going, "Don't you die, Alex? I love you. Okay, you're gonna be. A, we're gonna have puppies and we're gonna name it things and we're gonna love." Mike, bitch, she ain't gonna die. <laughs> you really think like blonde Lex Luthor wannabe is gonna kill this chick? Like, come on. There's no stakes. Like, like ah. <laughs> fuck you. <laughs> I mean, remember, like, we are also the people who watch way too many superhero-themed movies and TV shows. Maybe these things are not as obvious to the people. Could be. I'm just saying, like, especially with the trifecta, it's definitely, Supergirl's definitely the weakest. Arrow, Flash, yeah. and Supergirl. I don't count Legends. That's just I trash. I would say, no, Legends is the no, weakest. No, I said three. Legends is trash. Legends is so trash, it had to be put in the same ep- <laughs> night as Flash. That's how trash it is. <laughs> they know it's trash. So I'm like, are they, because you think about the season finale of Legends that we never talked about when they came oh. back to the present. Yeah, you threw that in there slick. <laughs> we never talked about. Like, You're right. We totally forgot. Everything is filled with dinosaurs. and. Oh, you know, dad. Like, that's time. season finale. I completely forgot. Shouldn't that be. We never talked in, about it. Like, shouldn't the Flash be chasing fucking T-Rex or something? Like, what's going on? I don't know. That whole finale. Was that finale. No, we didn't talk about it. Because it was shit. Whatever. It was shit. Whatever. I don't even... Who cares? Spoilers. Yeah. I like the reverse flash in it. Even though he didn't do anything except for it was show so, up. It was, no, that's see, that it was so stupid. Because he made he went back and got a whole bunch of different versions Look, of himself. Don't don't put logic in Sarah it. Is, <laughs> Sarah is the one that has the spear of destiny. Mm-hmm. He's taking out everybody else. But <laughs> the person Sarah. that she need, he needs slowly, to take out. Slowly, mind you. Because it's like slowly one at a time. To the fact that they have this whole her and Rip Hunter. Sarah, I believe yeah, in you. Like, You're the only one that can wield the spear. <laughs> Meanwhile, you see you see Reverse Flash taking out everybody else. He's like, Sarah, you have to hurt. Bruh. Bruh. If you don't use that spear. <laughs> Bruh. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Bruh. No, mm-hmm. I feel you. I understand. No, I feel you. <laughs> you had like a full five-minute monologue. Mm-hmm. Come on now. <laughs> what are you doing? 
Look, I'm just saying the moment he was like, look at all my Ververse Flash friends. Like, that was cool. It's <laughs> that one moment. Ta-da. And then she had she had enough time to have a flashback with Sarah. Oh, my God. Oh, you with Laurel? Yeah, yeah Laurel. Uh, yeah, Laurel and Sarah. Yeah. They had a... <sighs> I like that moment, though. The Christmas I like that, I like that moment, but it's like... Facing a guy with super speed, why is he taking out everybody but the person he needs to take out? Yeah, you have the spear, and then Black Flash wasted no time. <laughs> that was instant. <laughs> Though I also didn't like that as much, only because I wanted like, isn't it weird that he dies without Flash even knowing? His whole thing was like, "I'll see you next time, Barry." Yeah, and then he dies on Legends. It's like, like, oh shit, I talk so much shit. <laughs> and then I can kill this way. Remember episode one yeah. at the end of the episode with Flashpoint. No, no, no. I mean, maybe that's a different version of... No, that was him. No, that was him. Oh, okay. The whole thing in Legends was that was him um, trying to find a way to not get killed by Black Flash because he was like yeah. a, a time remnant. Uh, lol, well. Yeah. Oops. And then he somehow goes and finds more time remnants. I don't, I don't know. Fuck. I, I don't know. Well, Long. that was our review. <laughs> what would you think about Supergirl, though, in terms of like giving it a rating? I give it a passable. Passable? All that shit, you say yeah, passable? Yeah, it's still, It's still passable. That's true. What would you say? Yo, he looking at you so hard right now. What'd you give it? Less than passable. Less than passable? Yeah, I'm with her. I was on my phone the whole time. I wouldn't say poor, but I would say less. Yeah. I couldn't. I couldn't do it. It's a low less, though. It's like, yo, you getting bored. I'm like, look at him watch. Like, come on, dog. (laughs) I'm sorry, Michael. I tried. (laughs) I watched it. You said I tried. All right, DC TV's a wrap. What we got left for news? Wrap us up. Y'all hurt my feelings. <laughs> Not coming back here. <laughs> and now, Michael, the, the news anchor with hurt feelings. <laughs> the theme song playing. Hurt feelings. Whatever. Anyway. That's how you start, whatever. It's not that much in terms of news, but just came out. The Flash has been delayed until 2020. The movie? The, the movie. movie. <laughs> I mean, was there any doubt? <laughs> I mean, yeah. So basically, we'll be watching Flash the same year that King Kong vs. Godzilla comes out. Word. Uh, the quote from uh, Billy Crudup, who plays Henry Allen, they asked him, uh, uh, I guess, Bleeding Cool. This coming from Bleeding Cool. They asked, does he know when they're going to start filming? And his quote was, no, I don't. <laughs> wow! Wow! It's, it's unclear. Equal. It's unclear at the moment. Wow! That's the end of his quote. Well, that shows you that they don't know what the so, fuck's yeah, going on. No, they the don't. fact that Henry Allen, one like the, he's like the lead, other than being Barry, yeah, doesn't know what the fuck is going on. <laughs> that tells you, twenty twenty might not even happen. This movie might be the Avatar of the DC uh, universe. God. I think there's a giant monkey and a giant lizard. I think they're crossing over King Kong Godzilla. <laughs> So, yeah, that's what The Flash, 2020, maybe. All right. Mm-hmm. Uh, next set of news. I mean, it's not really, doesn't really say much, but Kevin Feige basically says at some point the DC and uh, TV universe will cross over. Maybe. Wait, the DC? DC? I mean, not the DC. I don't get uh, it. I'm going to be like, what? The Mar- the Marvel- <laughs> this, is, this is huge. <laughs> Wait, Marvel and the Marvel TV shows and the uh, movies. And Netflix. Yeah. Or Netflix Wait. and movies. Oh, okay. I mean... So Netflix, right? Not and they Adrian, mean not, actual not crossover, ABC. not like, oh, a reference to, did you know about the green guy? It's, it's uh, basically uh, like a vague answer, because he says, what does he say? 
the future's a long time, so the truth is, oh, wow. I don't really know, but there are a lot of TV shows being made, and oh, wow. hopefully we'll continue oh. to make a lot of movies. At some point, there's going to be a crossover, crossover repetition or something. That means nothing. Mm, yeah, nope. so it's like... All right. Yeah. If it, it tells me there's no plans right now, Next. and that really fucking sucks. Because if there's not a fucking Defenders cameo in Infinity War, we've got problems. I uh, agree. I'm hunting down Kevin Feige and being like, <laughs> "What the fuck is wrong with you? All you need is one scene of a big war scene or a big like intergalactic battle, and have one cutaway to Defenders defending the streets." Speaking That's of it. which, I just, which just made me remember, we didn't talk about the Stanley cameo on Guardians oh, of the Galaxy no, and, the, oh! and the fact that the Watchers. Uatu himself and the Watchers, man. <laughs> Showed away. up in the movie. Sorry, spoiler going yeah, back we would, to that. Yeah, we fucking <laughs> need to loop back to that real quick because it's like confirmation that every time Stan Lee makes a cameo, he's actually Stan Lee yeah. acknowledging that he's in the cameo. He's just a literal being, apparently. Like, what do you is say? that just the fact that they made the Watchers? The last like, time I was a taxi driver, like, I was something. He, he said he was a FedEx delivery. FedEx, okay. FedEx. Which was Tony Stank with Civil War, right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but then just the fact that they confirmed that the Watchers are real. Yeah, part of the cinematic universe. Yeah. And you said they were only part of the Fantastic Four? As far as, as far as I know, I thought Fox owned the Watchers. Because yeah. mm. they were originally, like, they were introduced like as part of the Fantastic Four. That's the first time you saw them. <laughs> maybe okay. Marvel bought it back after the but last I'm so, movie. But I'm, yeah. thinking, I'm thinking maybe it might be like a co-ownership, kind of like Quicksilver Again. was. Or yeah. uh, like... Fox kind of owns the rights to the scrolls. That's why they did the Chitauri. Yeah, because it's not as the same as like um, Galactus or like something like that. You know yeah, what I mean? or Doctor Doom. Yeah, that's more clear Fantastic Four. This is like on the on the border kind of. So I'm thinking it might be, it might be like a shared thing. Because mm. I definitely know Fox owns the rights to the Watchers. Yeah. Mm. So I'm, I'm I'm hoping I'm hoping that they're gonna I'm hoping they get Fantastic Four right. back. More so, Third not one? more so, Phase not even four. more so, not even because of the Fantastic Four. But I want, I want to see Silver Surfer. I want to see Galactus. I want to see uh, Annihilus. I want to see Molecule Man. Yo, give me Silver Surfer in Guardians of the Galaxy or Planet Hulk, man. That'd be awesome. That's what I want. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, and then the final thing is, I don't know, have you guys ever played like Gears of War, the video game, or know anything about it? Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. I don't. Really, I don't. <laughs> wow. Okay. What's the news then? Anyway. Uh, there's gonna be a Gears of War movie, and uh, it's oh, gonna great. be from Universal. And uh, the right one of the writers of Avatar is set to write uh, it. Avatar Shane, Shane Salerno, Blue Wait. Avatar. Yeah, Blue Avatar. Huh. Which means it won't be coming out to like 2050. Is this like the fucking Halo movie they keep talking about? It's never fucking been a thing. Like if they can't make a Halo movie, wait, there was a, there was a thing. He was talking about making a Halo movie for years. Oh, like there's been so many like like not even fan films, but like official like mini like like movie snippets, like short films of Halo. They're really good. It's just they haven't gotten around to making a feature length movie. It's crazy. And Halo's story is like ripe. No, actually, it's it is ripe. Not even just for a, a, a single movie, for like a franchise. I've only read Fall of Reach, and I've read uh, fuck. What was the first one? I'm not an Xbox person, so damn. Was it Fall of Reach? I only. I don't remember. It was. What I read was the. I read a book that was the origin of Halo, where like Mm -hmm. it went into Master Chief's origins. It went into like the Spartan Project, Mm -hmm. which is fucking crazy. It's like super cyborg ninjas, basically. It's amazing. And then it went into like uh, one of their first missions before the first Halo movie or Halo game. It's dope. 
Did you know that Master Chief is strong enough to fight like a, a mech hand to hand? What? Silently. How? Like him and his team, like in training, so they would fight. He's Mace Windu. Yeah, he actually, has, he yes. Has force hands. Oh my God, yes, exactly like that. Like him and his team would like take down like mechs silently to train without any armor or anything, just hand to hand. They would just punch the shit out of robots. That's how they train for shit. At one point, like there's a missile get shot at one of uh, John's teammates, who was Master Chief, mm. and uh, it's a girl, and she like basically deflects it by kicking it with her foot and like relaunching the missile back at the helicopter that shot it by just kicking it. It was that, fucking crazy. That, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, they're like superhuman. They're, they're all like Superman level, basically. Yeah, I don't know much about Halo because Team Sony. Oh god! I don't really, I don't even like the Halo games. That's the funny part. But the books. Oh, I like the game. I like Fall of Reach. That was the only game I liked. I love because it kind of was like the book. All of them. Mm. Yeah. Not me. Action junkie. Oh, see, I'm more like action adventure, more fantasy. Mass Effect. Love it. Oh yeah. Yeah. Can't wait for the next one coming out. I mean, it came out already. I just one? haven't bought yeah, the, the, it. Yeah, the Andromeda came out. Andromeda came out already. I didn't. I just didn't play. Mm. I you didn't just play didn't get yet. it. The Return of Tyrone Shepard. It's going down. No, it's, oh, it's you, not, oh, no, it's a different character. It's not Shepard. Yeah, it's not Shepard. Remember Shepard? No, it's not Shepard. Shepard died. At the end. Don't you remember the oh, end I of three? I thought they would bring him back. If it was a of course not. Tyrone never dies. That's my Shepard name. Tyrone Shepard. Oh hell no, Saren. You're going down. That's, Did you really name the Tyrone? Yeah. I don't remember what I named mine, but he was black. No, mine was Asian. <laughs> My Tyrone was hood as fuck. He owned the galaxy. Why was he hood as fuck? Because you're not hood as fuck? Well, yeah, I lived vicariously through Tyrone. <laughs> He had like a Mr. T haircut and a scar. He was he was renegade as fuck. I was gonna say, did you went full renegade? Oh, he was full renegade. Oh my god, of course you did. <laughs> oh hell no, <nah>, Saren. <laughs> I mean, just to give you like a basic idea, like we were talking about, oh, if you get a superhero, would you be good or evil, and what kind of power would you get? And if anything, you know, Michael and I just went, you know, we, if anything, we'll use it for justice. Jordan in a heartbeat. Oh, I'd be evil. Yeah, you're evil. I wouldn't even like play at being the good guy. Like fuck that. Like oh, I'll try and be good, and then some traumatic will happen. I turn what evil. What do you mean by evil? No, right to evil. What do you we, mean by it? We'd be taking him out. Yeah, we have to take yeah, him out. We but gotta take him out. Just like good the podcast. Luck. <laughs> Jordan, what do you mean by turning evil? What do you mean? What What would you do if you get the superpower? Kill everybody. 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 You try. Everybody. 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 <laughs> but, <laughs> I, said try. but I'd stop you. <laughs> would you kill us? You'd be like Zed. No, hold on, hold on, Michael. I mean, we I'd be like be Zed. Be Zed. Every episode, every episode, you lose. <laughs> no, hold like on. Lord Zed. That's my theme song. Duh, duh, Michael, duh, we might have to compromise. Jordan, would you kill us if we? Okay, yes. If we don't get in the way, would you still kill us? <laughs> See, you're an Infinity Gauntlet. Oh yeah, because I, I, I said you guys would be like Nebula. Nebula takes out Thanos. Yeah, so... Okay, but before that. <laughs> I wouldn't be dumb as hell. I'd be like, here, here, take my gauntlet. He's <laughs> so <Yeah>. stupid. <laughs> no. You're old, you're dying, you're old, you're dying, you're old, you're dying, you're old, you're dying. That, that, that me. Yeah. Pure so. evil. So also, we, we never talked about Guardians. Let's wrap it up. But like, we, we also him. never talked about... Um, Oh we, yeah, we, last thing, movie news. Uh the trailer for the runaways, that leak. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. So what do you guys think of that? I mean, for the leak trailer you showed us, I mean that was pretty cool. Interesting. I mean, no, was it cool? It was yeah, interesting is a better word for it. It was just I didn't really see anything that was like, oh shit, it's awesome. But like, you know. Yeah. I like the original runaway story in the comic. I mean, it's an interesting premise. 
kids find out their parents are super villains uh-huh. and they run them the fuck away. Like that's no interesting. Way. I'm more excited about Runaways than I am about Cloak and Dagger. Oh uh, yeah, same, absolutely. Yeah, and I, they showed me less. And yeah, they show them way less in Runaways. Just I'm, the premise, I I'm I just like better. Runaways finally, and I'm making a live action Young Avengers. That's what I really want. You live want Hulkling, don't Avengers. you? I do. I want, <laughs> I I want Hulkling and Wiccan. <laughs> That's what I want to see. I do. I like would. Give me, give me Hulkling yeah, and Wiccan. I, 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 yeah. They never changed his name. That'd be too confusing for the audience. How is he related to Hulk? Is he Hulk Junior? Is he Kid Hulk? Really? <laughs> yes. Ugh, I, I, I'll be real. I thought that at first. <laughs> I was like, "Is yeah, he but Kid they Hulk?" Make a point no. of that in the comics. I know they do, but it's still like confusing. Look, they didn't make Mantis green because they didn't want confusion between Hulk, uh, Drax, Gamora, and her. So, you think I could keep Hulkling if it's not really the Hulk? Really? <laughs> like, hashtag just saying. And speaking of comics, it's sad that today's comic book day, but we didn't have any really, like comic yeah. book talk. Oh my god, today was yeah. Yeah. So next time, let's Free let's com- let's talk about um. I want to talk about the button. Cause we didn't wake up. Have you been reading the the, the button arc? Yeah, button arc. I've heard of it, but I definitely uh, really keeping track of it. DC, the okay. Flash, post Flash for Birth. I watched the videos. Hmm? What like YouTube videos of it? Yeah, YouTube videos. No. Oh man, read the comic. <laughs> okay, so we have a week. Comics yeah. are too expensive. Let's read as much <laughs> as we can. Comicsology. I stopped, I stopped buying comics. Oh lord. Now I just I read all my stuff. Well. Technically, I still buy because I buy I, I pay for the Marvel uh, Unlimited app every every month yeah, nine yeah. ninety nine. Oh yeah. But DC doesn't have an equivalent. All right, well, need to. Let's get let's let's, uh, once, let's yeah, try. once I started dropping one hundred fifty dollars a week on comics, I had to stop. No, 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 Then you pirates, arg me, matey. <laughs> you surf the web, the vast so I, seas. I know, I know the basic story of the button based on the YouTube because they talk spoilers in the yeah, like Cape Joel. Yeah, but let's 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 save it for next week. Let's uh, uh let's put a pin in it. Let's put a pin in this button. Ha 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 all right, but let's talk about the button next week, and we'll maybe we'll finally talk about the Jewish contract finally right. <laughs> someday. Hey, man, we're regular now. Yeah, if you buy yeah, the button, I'll just come over here and read it because I'm not buying. It. I can buy it. Pir- I'll, I'll send you the link. <laughs> oh I'm my god, read it off of. We'll probably, you probably yeah. should advertise that. I'm like, come on, we're out of wine, but we can reheat the Chinese food leftover, and then we can still watch Arrow. All right, let's do and that. And give me the illusion of you know. Elicity. Fuck Elicity. Man. Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> Fanboy versus fangirls. <laughs> All right. Barry and Oliver forever. <laughs> uh, I'm with that. Bolivar. Barry and Oliver. Bolivar. Bolivar. No, if anything, like I used to ship Oliver and um Diggle. Wow. And with that, <laughs> let's just get out This has been Blur Vision for the week. This has been Jordan signing out. This is Black Gay Comic Geek. <laughs> the fuck? <laughs> that's um, my thing BGC um, this oh, is that's wait, BGC wait Black Gay Comic BGCG man we're bad at this <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah this is me tolerating two idiots Jamie and we will see you next week next week ciao next week bye peace
bright sunny weather, let's all go to Gala Gala Island. Gala Gala! <laughs> I mean, this should be at the end. We were singing to the mic. Yeah. No, Just take your foot in your hand. <laughs> that means hurry up. Don't miss the good things that we plan. So come and let's play together in the bright sunny weather. Let's all go to Gullah Gullah Island. Gullah Gullah Island. Gullah Gullah Island. Ladies and gentlemen, Blur Vision. Uh, uh, that's how you know we're black. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know about Gullah Gullah Island? No. Exactly. 